The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host or guest and should not be interpreted as statement of fact. Independent fact-checking and corrections are encouraged. Can we get a cup of coffee in here, please? America, you've got a dog that needs walking. That's right, sunshine. Just put on a big pot of strong coffee and get ready to type your little hate mail with your opinions about kumbaya and flat earth insanity. Stand up comedy? You want stand up comedy? Well, we got, well, we've got sit down comedy. It's time for coffee with a dog. It's not time. You make no, me laugh. No, I want to sleep a little longer. Come back in 15 minutes. I'm hitting the snooze button. I'm not feeling well. I don't want to get up. Good morning. Hello. Anybody there? Hello. Anybody there? Anybody there? All right, I'm going back to bed. Ah, two. Did I say that too? Get out of my face. All right. Uh, good morning, folks. It is, well, it says up there, it says the best Tuesday ever. But it's really not the best Tuesday ever. I could think of better Tuesdays. I When I wrote that, I was feeling good. I was feeling right. I was feeling all right. It was Saturday night. And it wasn't really Saturday night. It was like, well, it was. It was like 4 o'clock in the morning Saturday night. But I was feeling good. But I'm not feeling good now. I'm sorry to complain. I'm sorry to start day off. Uh, if you're wondering why I'm wearing the Don't Be Groucho hat, it's because it's cold in here. And I'm keeping the heat in the roof. Um, it's Tuesday. No, it's, yes, it's Tuesday. <laughs> uh, Tuesday, February 13th, 2024, the day before Valentine's Day. We celebrate Valentine's Day, as you know. It's the day. Uh, the St. Patrick scared the snakes out of uh, the Tallahatchie Bridge or something. Um, and <laughs> when I wrote that Best Tuesday Ever, I was excited that Brendan Walsh would be on the program. That Ron Kane is no second banana or no uh, chopped liver or no whatever else they say about things that are not uh, wanted. <laughs> he is definitely wanted. Ron Kane. I think Ron Kane should do a uh, mock commercial. I'm not David Tell. I'm not running for anything. David Tell did not endorse this message, but I did. Uh, something like that. Something along those lines. Anyway, um, we are expecting Brendan Walsh in the second hour today, and hopefully uh, that will go smoothly uh, and everything will be. Uh, the best Tuesday ever, once again. If I could just get rid of this disease I keep getting, uh, at some point, I'm just going to have to not do any gigs. I can't. I'm going to go out. Uh, they're going to put me in an isolation tank where I am performing away from the people so I can't get sick anymore. That's the... I'm too old. 
to be taking chances. I'm too important for this world to be taking chances with my health uh, just to go play songs for people. But nobody else is getting sick. It's just me. I'm thinking um, maybe the HIV uh, killed my immunity uh, system. Uh, oh, maybe. I don't know. I have no immunity. I if you if you if I'm within a hundred miles of bacteria or viral things, I'm getting it, and I got it. Whatever it is, I got it. That's like a Groucho Marx thing, right? Maybe it's the hat. Whatever it is, I got it. Uh, anyway, John Stewart made his return, uh, his comeback tour on The Daily Show last night. I did not see it yet. I'm going to watch it today because I was in bed nursing with a NyQuil head, uh, nursing this COVIDian mix of flu and whatever it is. I have not taken a COVID test yet. I don't think it's COVID. I had COVID a couple of weeks ago. It did not feel like this. This feels like a cold. But I said that then. I'm saying it again now. I uh, will take a test today because if I have gigs this weekend and if I do have COVID, I'm not going out and infecting the whole world. I'm expecting this to be passed by the weekend. If it's not, I'm going to shoot somebody. I'm going to shoot somebody. That's right. I said I'm going to shoot somebody. What are you going to do about it, YouTube? Yeah, I didn't say who. Uh, what was it? Oh, <laughs> John Stewart made his uh, return uh, to The Daily Show. The liberals are not happy about it. Uh, you know, the, um, a lot of guys on the right are happy about it. It's weird. Uh, it's weird because Stewart has been an antagonist to the people on the right forever. And he still is. He's a very left-leaning guy. I mean, let's no bones about it. But the people on the left are not happy. And the people on the right are happy. Why? Because he had the audacity to say, you know, people are making a good point about Joe Biden. Listen, here's the point I want to make about this. Every day Joe Biden is in office, I have anxiety about what might happen. But so far, things have been pretty good. But every day Trump was in office, I had anxiety and things were pretty bad. That's the difference. And, uh, you know, with Biden, if he, and I, I wish the Democrats would run somebody who's still alive, but they're not gonna, because they're just stupid. Um, but uh, with Biden, you know, after four years, he's gonna walk away, he's gonna respect the Constitution and not run again. If he lives four more years, he makes it through, he's done. If not, he's done anyway, either way. Trump, I promise you, is not, in four more years, he's gonna, if he gets elected again, he's gonna declare himself king and then just go until he dies. He's already said and listen, he never makes makes uh, good on his promises, but he always makes good on his threats. So there is a difference there. But so Stewart had the audacity to say, yeah, maybe they have a good point. Maybe they have a good point that Biden is a little bit not, not all there. Of course he's not all there. You're not going to be all there either when you're 80. <laughs> 90. When you're 80 or whatever he is, 81. I don't know how old he is. 80, 81. Somewhere in there. But you're not going to be there all there either. I'm not all there. And I'm 64. And you're not going to be all there when you're 64 either. To tell, you can think you are. You think you are. You arrogant son of a bitch. You unshaven bastard. Um, 
So they they have a good point. And listen, it's Stewart is his basic job at the end of the day is a com- being a comedian and trying to make people laugh. But he didn't make up people on the left laugh 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 left laugh. He didn't make the people on the left laugh left laugh <laughs> last night, and uh, they're not happy with them. So fuck them. You can't please all the people all the time. You can't please half the people a quarter of the time. You can't please anybody anytime. I'm not pleasing you, am I? Speaking of people who are not going to please you, here's Willie. He doesn't please anybody. <laughs> well, he, he says he does. Listen, and G, G, wait, let GD say about his cup before you say anything. Good morning. Is your cup empty? All right, you can talk about it. No, forget it. Uh, oh, I, I'm sorry. Fill your cup with love. <laughs> Buy two cups and make them a bruiser. <laughs> well, Willie had something really important to say. Well, no, and you interrupted no, him with I, your cup I, talk. <laughs> uh, I'm not feeling listen, well. I'm sorry. Uh, I have I have like a, a 100% conversion rate when it comes to... Never mind. Never mind. Uh, conversion <laughs> rates. We're talking conversion <laughs> rates. Uh, Willie's been uh, studying marketing from Barry Katz uh, or something. Oh, uh, man, dude. I don't know if you want to talk about Barry Katz. GD might have like a... Like I, have no issue. I have no issues about last night. I think uh, GD uh, joined that just to be an antagonist to get, uh, Barry Katz. I think he... He, he, he's a troublemaker. Basically, GD uh, is a born troublemaker. He's just looking to start fights with everybody and anybody. And I think it basically comes down to an insecurity issue. Sort of I don't think Barry is insecure. It has nothing to do with that. Oh, now you want to start a fight with me. I'm just saying. You're, I didn't well, I, I agree to disagree. I, agree, I disagree to agree. Okay. We can agree to disagree. Were you? I never, I never were you in the was thing insecure. last night, Matt? Were you like not no. just off camera or what? Oh no, man. Yeah, no. Barry and I just, had some FaceTime last night. Do you not know? I, I I listen when GD when the first time I saw GD join the thing, I knew there was going to be trouble. I just I know there's going to be trouble. He he uh, got a chip on his shoulder. You don't see that fucking chip on his shoulder? <laughs> listen. listen. Listen, uh, Barry took a chip. Barry took a bite out of that chip last night a little bit. Oh, uh, well, Not really? Not I'm really. gonna. Well, well, I'll be the judge of that. Okay. I'm gonna watch the replay tonight, and then I'll let you know if he took a bite out of that uh, chip. Okay. Uh, but I, I, I could predict that was coming. There's no doubt uh, about that's coming. There are people in that room that um, I know. A lot of people join that who are, who are um, either past guests, past contributors to the show. Yeah. Or, um, yeah, yeah or part of it. Uh, one person I noticed who has been part of that whole thing is uh, Victoria Arnstein. You, you guys uh, familiar with Victoria Arnstein that she's been on? Yes, yeah, I gave her I gave her your contact information to be honest. No, with she you. has my contact information. Oh, okay. I I, I, so we, I do not know who We hate know. each other. Oh, we, okay. Uh, I, don't know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know who these people I'm surprised are. you talk civilly to her. She is the world's biggest trumper. Like she is like uh and and oh, I complete, didn't know that. Oh, oh my god. I mean, she would she would lick Trump's balls uh, in public in Macy's window. Uh, okay, 
and, and anal sex symbol. Uh, whatever. Okay, but we weren't talking politics. We were talking comedy, no. you know, and yeah. Well, how and, comedy is all about how much she loves Trump. Okay, <laughs> she never, I, she never did anything funny on the show. I mean, she never did any of her comedy on the thing, so uh, maybe she uh, knows her the audience. I don't know. Uh, I uh, I put a I put a note in the chat. Uh, somebody else was talking about um project that had, and somebody. I got a I got a message like a, a personal message from somebody in the, from that person in the group of like they really like my note and they asked my permission to like use it in their thing and I was like definitely like of course <laughs> what was it what was the note um they were they were talking about um they're doing like this skit for this hoarder thing or whatever and um they they had some feedback that it's kind of punching down because hoarding is like a you know real disorder or whatever and and to make fun of what happens with hoarders like like it is sort of punching down and so i said the trick to punching down is softening the blow right and so like if you're gonna make fun of a hoarder um, i would like to say that's also the trick to snorting cocaine is softening the blow uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's sorry. true that's true you gotta gotta bring it i up. didn't mean to interrupt oh, but i couldn't help it I, no that's I'm rude right. that way uh so i told her i said listen uh the premise behind it was the person is a uh um the person that's a hoarder is also like an amazon uh product evaluator or whatever <laughs> like oh yeah yeah product. i'm on i they, yeah i get it if, and, um, amazon you know hoarding problem but i said I said the way you make that funny is that what they're hoarding is the bubble wrap, and like, <laughs> they keep it in a room that they have to use all the time. <clears throat> so they gotta like constantly go in and out of this room that's just wall bubble wrap everywhere. I'm like that would be hilarious. Wow, <laughs> like, that's good. Uh, I like it. Um, yeah. So uh, Ron Kane is is here. I want to play a quick commercial. And then we'll bring Ron, Ron Kane in. How's that? Does that work with you guys? Sure. Well, you could bring him in during the commercial, before the commercial. No, why, why would we do Ron that? Kane do the voiceover for the commercial. Why would we do that? Uh, let's give Willie a, a little boost up. You got to, uh, you know, people out there, get on Neo Luminar. Uh, if you're, you know, it is so easy to manipulate. Uh, what? It's Luminar Neo. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I, I'm sick, David. I tell you, I'm sick. Uh, I'm trying to help. Illumina right, right. Neo, Neo Illumina, whatever. It's a, a better than Photoshop. It's easier than Photoshop. You can do actually more with less skills, and you don't have to. It doesn't take any time to learn. It's a great program. It's cheaper than Photoshop. If you got any for marketing or uh, you need to manipulate photos, this is the uh, app you want to get. And the link is in the description. It's also on the homepage. And blah 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 blah. blah. I'm not da David Tell. I'm not running for office, and David Tell did not approve of this. But Ron Kane did, and Ron Kane is here. Good morning, Ron Kane. Morning. How are you doing? Oh, I love that background where you are. You look like uh, Mr. Uh, live streaming professional. 
Bro, yeah, would you do no. breaking into somebody? Would you do breaking into somebody's house to shoot this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Something like that. Uh, I mean, yeah. uh, Florida. I'm in my wife's cousin's living room currently. Oh, uh, you? I thought you were in Florida. No. That, yeah, I'm in. I'm in Florida. Oh, okay. Uh, so I have that. His going. relatives are allowed to live out out of state. They're not restricted to Pennsylvania. Right. Exactly. Uh, I, so far, so far, so good. Uh, uh, I had a show on Saturday, two shows uh, over in Oldsmar, Florida. So that went really well. Great. And uh, I have a show tonight in St. Petersburg at St. Pete, uh, St. Pete Brewing at 8 o'clock. Nice. Nice. Well, we, may have to cancel, we may have to cancel tonight's um, York thing because it's snowing a lot up here. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. I, is it I, summertime I there? You, you got summertime? Uh, when we were in Jacksonville last week, it was, it was felt like fall almost. Wow. It was like, it was like 60 during the day. Um, but once we got over here, we're in like the Dade city area outside of Tampa. Uh, it's been pretty nice here. It's been like 75, 80 degrees. Oh, poor things. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's fantastic. Uh, I woke up to four inches of snow, but now it's raining and it's going to become all, it's going to become four inches of water, uh, of rain water. Uh, it's going to be a mess. And uh, they're calling it a nor'easter, but I actually, I ordered a southwestern. Uh, but yeah. uh, oh they never with deliver a, the right with thing. With a side salad? Yes. That's right. Uh Anyway, uh, so yeah, good for you, man. Your, your tour is going well, uh, and now uh, the crowds there are—are um, are they tourists or are they, you know, people that snowbirds going down there, or is it locals that you're performing for? Uh, I think most of it uh, appears to be locals that I've uh, performed for. Um, I, I think I'll probably know better tonight because of where I'll be, because I'll be right in St. Petersburg. So uh, we'll see, but the uh, the whole scene down here is uh, it's it's not bad. It's not bad at all. I think it's uh, the scene feels better than let's say Austin because I was out in Austin yeah, twice Austin. last year, and uh, between all the conversions of comics that are there, comics that are down there. <laughs> and just the, uh, the, the the oversaturation uh, in that area. I experienced uh, it with the music scene in Austin in the 90s. Everybody was, oh, you got to go to Austin, you know, South by Southwest in Austin. By the time I got there, it was too late. It was already wall to wall musicians and bands and stuff. And now it's the same thing with comedy. It, Austin has a, a history of uh, being, a, you got to get there first to, to capitalize on it, or it's just, you're going to just become more noise down there. I yeah, like yeah, I could definitely see that. But like I said, the, the scene here, uh, like the Jacksonville scene was a little weird just because it's, Jacksonville kind of just feels like um, like Harrisburg or almost like Baltimore somewhat, <laughs> the way it seems. Uh, so you got yeah, a good well, deal on crack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we've had a number of comedians on from Jacksonville. Uh, I think different times a year you might experience something different there because they what they've told me is there was a lot of opportunity, a lot of 
a lot of opportunities going, not necessarily comedy clubs, but a lot of, you know, these uh, brewery type uh, deals and whatever, you know, different kind of rooms, alternative comedy rooms, uh, opportunities down there in Jacksonville. So maybe. Yeah, I, I could see that. And especially in this area, it seems kind of like ripe for opportunity. Right. It, it is a better scene so far. Right. How long have you known TD Fenderson for? Uh, six years, probably. Have you ever uh, noticed that chip on his shoulder? Have oh yeah, he's, he's always he's always been an asshole. So that's uh, all right. no, I get it. <laughs> Which, well, I, now, see, now this is okay. I, just now, Ron and I've been friends for a long time, and when I met Ron, I was not an asshole. I was an ass wife. Okay. Once I got to hang around with Ron, I got to learn learn to find the ropes of being an asshole from being around. Then I became an asshole once I learned how to be an asshole. But I was an asswipe in the beginning. It's okay to admit, you know. What what is the specific difference between an asswipe and an asshole? I'm very curious. Really, really? If you don't know anything about ass, you don't know anything about assholes. Yeah. No, I, I'm. I'm ass. What the difference is with GD? I I mean, listen. Um, I can I can explain the difference. The a asshole is that little shrinted thing where the brown comes out. The wipe is the thing that comes by and scoops it out and cleans it. Cleans it. <laughs> yes, cleans it. Well, unless you're Brett Erickson, uh, then yeah, then you have a bidet. Wipe, an ass wipe is very necessary for ass eating. I mean, I like to use an ass wipe before some ass eating. That's for sure. That's <laughs> <laughs> Um, See, again, you're you're making a lot of assumptions about how efficient of a wipe I was. I could have just been smearing. <laughs> I appreciate you thinking that I did a good job at it, but I could have just been smearing. But I'll take the I'll okay. take the compliment. No, that that's usually has more to do with the consistency of the poop. Really, again, I'll take the compliment. <laughs> so, you're really gonna kill me here. So Listen, I'm not, I'm not well to begin with. Don't be going down the ass eating. Uh, Dude, I'll tell you what. Nothing, nothing will upset my wife faster than telling her about my bowel movements. I tell you that. That's for sure. Oh my so, goodness. So, Ron, last time you were on the show, I I made a public offer to any woman down there. I offered them forty dollars if they could ruin your marriage. Is your marriage still intact? As far as I know. What do you? As far as well, I know. Far as I know. Uh, now for <laughs> for Valentine's Day, are you a romantic? Are you gonna Are you gonna do something special for the lady? Uh, pr probably not. Uh, <laughs> My wife gave me explicit instructions: do not do anything crazy. Yeah, but, we. Yeah, we're we've never really been that way. Like, oh, we gotta do something for Valentine's Day or some shit like that. Uh, and especially, I mean. When is that? Yeah, I guess tomorrow. So yeah. we, we got th we got things to do tomorrow. So uh, probably not. It's kind of a funny day if you're a Catholic because it's Ash Wednesday right, it's Ash and Wednesday, Valentine's yeah. Day. So you're going to take uh, your wife out to dinner with a big bunch of dirt on your head. <laughs> tomorrow will be Ash Wednesday. That's what yeah. I said. No, ass. Yeah, and, ass. and my wife is a dirty Catholic, so she will be going to do the whole Ash thing tomorrow, too. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I I I abstain, uh, not ass stain, abstain. Um, yeah, you know, ass, Valentine's ass stain is something a, different. Valentine's Day is a tricky holiday for me these days because I don't know if you know this, but m m my wife number two and I 
we got married on Valentine's Day. And and so like it's the anniversary of a failed marriage now, also. So it makes it You're not a really good strategist. You should have thought that out before you actually did that. Well, probably at the I time, mean, it was like, oh, this will be so romantic. We'll be married on Valentine's No, I didn't. I, I did it because that way I was like, I'll never fucking forget now. There's no You, you did it because there was a shotgun right here. What our anniversary is. <laughs> and you know how many other, you know how many other holidays there are really, that you could remember? Like the day was all about her because everybody was celebrating our anniversary. You know. Well, my first marriage was on Hitler's birthday. So... Uh, that didn't bode well. Uh, <laughs> which is what? Four twenty, right? Four twenty. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because there was there's this whole thing about four nineteen and four twenty uh, yeah. that that is online about somebody somebody uh, started a Reddit thing. They should make four nineteen and four twenty like uh, like the thirteenth floor in a hotel. Like you just pass it, so you go from four eighteen to four twenty one. Uh, because of all the bad yeah, things that like house numbers and shit like that. Like, there's some communities where it's very difficult to find 420 house numbers nowadays. Or cities and that like have 13th Street. Yeah. They won't. Yeah, there yeah. are a lot of hotels um, that don't have a 13th floor. Right. Or they didn't have a 13th floor. Right. That, and then yeah. what I just well, said. Well, they do. They just call you it said houses. Floor. I think you said houses without 13 doors. Did I? No, did I? I don't know. Or dresses about thirteen it, drawers. It could be. It be, could could be the COVID sink, uh, sinking in. A COVID brain. But I think I said. I think I said the right thing. I think it's just COVID that you said you on don't even have COVID. You're, you're sick with something else. He said. No, I have COVID brain. I have long COVID brain. I don't. I don't oh, think I have COVID from COVID. when the last time you were. Yes, yeah, long COVID brain. I would and know. I've still yet to. I've not gotten COVID. I've I think I've had it more than anybody on the planet. I, I I think I've if well if I don't have it now, I think the the total will be like seven times. If I have it now, that's eight times. But it, you're I'm an like, overachiever. I am. You're an I'm like I'm like the COVID See, poster child. I gotta I gotta say I think what you need to do is you need to take more risks. So because see, like germs get into my body and they're like, this guy's fucking crazy. We don't want to live here. You know what I mean? Like that's because you've been you all the fucking meth uh that is left over uh and other I, mean, I don't know that I feel like I feel like the shelf life on any meth I did is long since gone. I mean it's been over 20 years since I did math. All right. Uh, let I mean, me just put this out there. Since I've Ron, out of the three comedians in the, in the room, Ron Kane is the best comedian in the room. Let's let, uh, let's argue okay. about that. Come on. Okay. Right. No, I'm not going to argue, but I was just say, Ron. Uh, you're no, but I saw the part. chip just grow. Yeah, The I chip know. just went boom, boom. Sorry about that. that. It's, the it's the Viagra. So, uh -huh. Ron. Uh, <laughs> your material is a little bit on the dark side. So, is it still flying? Is it going well in you know in the Florida area? Does your you know, does your brand of humor, does your brand of humor go across state lines as far south as Florida? Uh, yeah, so far, so far it has. Um, like uh, I got a lot of compliments after uh, I performed, and they're like. Hey, you know, this, this is kind of dark, but uh, it, it was funny. And uh, at some of uh, I went to a couple of mics. I checked them out, too. And uh, uh, it was kind of some people seem surprised that people still do jokes nowadays instead of just getting <laughs> up there. And so that's do, do crowd work. 
Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. <laughs> and like the the show that I did on Saturday, uh, they threw they threw me to the wolves. It was it was so weird. They had, I was doing the guest spot, but they had me go first before the host, which was really strange. That's yeah. really strange. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've never had like that happen. South Dakota shit. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, but I went, I did great. And, uh, but yeah, Florida, Florida so far seems to be handling it. So we'll see. Now, do you um, give them some advance? No, because I was talking to, I think yesterday, that Anthony Jeselnik, that people go to him and they know he's a dark comedian. They're expecting that. And so they, they're totally prepared for that, and they, they actually want that. And every time he even starts a joke, you're expecting, like, where the fuck could this go that's going to be really dark and ugly and, and make me feel dirty for listening to it? But if you're not prepared for it, it can be a little off-putting. If, you, if, you if you're not prepared for dark comedy, it can be like, wow, that was really, <laughs> that was really terrible. Uh, do you advertise yourself? As, I mean, do you prepare for that in any way? No, I usually just come out and uh, uh, sometimes I ease them into it, or sometimes I'll just come out and hit them with the sledgehammer. <laughs> you know, Ron, Ron, I mean, Ron used to say, this is like early in his career, I think he said something like, uh, I guess I'm a Christian comic. But I can't remember if that's like, that's like after you do like one or two really dark, dark jokes, and then you ascribe, you know. Yeah, Ron. that was. Uh, yeah, I used to do this joke. Uh, it, it's it's pretty. It's like I would come out and I would just say, "Hey, I'm a Christian conservative comic," and then pe that would automatically get people's uh, like, "What's going on here?" And then I'd be like, "Hey, I don't do jokes about abortion because that what that's what stairs are for." And uh, <laughs> it's so I mean. That kind of set the tone early on, but like I said, I haven't done that joke in I don't know a couple of years. <laughs> but I remember I listen. Yep. We're friends, even if even if you don't that's, like my comedy. No, I, I, that's not what we're. That's I not wanna, what we get. I ask you a question, Ron. If um, so you're while traveling in Florida when you do open mics, do you do you work on new material or do you kind of show out a little bit? Uh, kind of, uh, in the beginning when I first, uh, I kind of do a mixture of both. Right. Uh, sometimes it depends if there's an audience there or not. Uh, right. Sure. If, it, if it's all comics, then, you know, maybe I'll lean more that, Hey, I just want to try stuff. Uh, but then if I see there's an audience and I'm in the new area, at least I want to give them some decent jokes instead of just coming up there. I want to. I want something. So they can what you are, yeah. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, remember, you know, and yep. So I, I like to have a good mix if I can. When you went up before the host, did you stick around for the entire show, or did you leave early? No, I left because there was two shows, so I stuck yeah. around for the entire first uh, show, uh, and the show was pretty good. The show was pretty good. Uh, I just wondered how how much do you listen to the other uh, acts up and any commentary? And listen, I don't want you to bash your your uh, colleagues, but uh, I have a, 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 just too many people 
talking about the same fucking subjects over and over again. It's all because uh, you know me. I watch a lot of comedy, but even uh, like on YouTube stuff, like the day people this Taylor Swift thing is never gonna fucking go away, and people making jokes about that, like it's overdone. Like that's one premise. If I were a comedian, I would tell, or and even if I were working with other comedians, I'd say. Stay off the fucking same things that everybody else is doing. It just gets to be like uh, an echo chamber in here. Uh, do you notice a lot of people doing the same current event or topical stupid topics that come up over and over again? Uh, may maybe sometimes more topics. Uh, I think you see that more at mics where it's just a lot of repetition on the uh, uh, same thing. Uh, I mean, I think... Yeah, it, it, it's tough unless you have like a really good premise for something that's going on or maybe a good line. It's it depends. I because some like the way I write, I won't automatically just jump on something a lot of times. Maybe I will if I'm inspired and like there's a joke there that I feel. But then, yeah, like you were saying, is there's just so many things that, you know, comic after comic could touch on and kind of retread it and things like that right. because there, there there was a guy at that show um who had a bit and uh it was about ass eating <laughs> and uh you know i i didn't i didn't do any ass eating material in, my first, in my first set oh and, first set and, <laughs> and, no, and, and i'm glad i didn't because of that and in my second set, I stayed away from it too. Oh well, then thank you. Uh, listen, I, you know, ass eating might have been funny the first five billion times it was done, but everybody is doing you mean, ass. You eating. mean as an activity or as a joke? Both. Uh, both. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, I, I honestly, I've never uh, had it done. I've never seen it done. I've never done it. Uh, well, I shouldn't say I've never seen it done. The other day, I just, I, I just want you to know that's why you're not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. It's the first time Fine. somebody licks your asshole, it changes your perception of it entirely. No. But it doesn't mean it changes it for the better, though. No. It, it would put me behind bars because they'd be murdered yeah, yeah, and yeah, I would no, be... No. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on a second. I just want to mention that, like, the first time my ass got ate... You told us, uh, you told us this whole story. Yeah, you said this like, story. Like, We've heard it. We've heard that we've heard the you, bro, you first, may think you may think that you that it would did it would gross you out. No, you I would like, kill the person because I never want to smell their stinky ass eating breath again. <laughs> All right. Glad we put that to rest. So uh, so Ron, are you using other people's toothbrushes while you're on the road? <laughs> no, just mine. I want. I wanted to say I have seen ass eating done the other day by accident. I I turned on Twitter the other morning and on the phone version, all I got was porn. I started out by seeing what I thought was a blowjob, and I'm like, this has got to be a joke. The girl's not really giving a blowjob, and then she pulls this fucking cock out of out of her mouth, and she starts slapping herself in the face with it. I'm like, wow, this is fucking porn, and I kept scrolling, and there was more porn and more porn, and then this guy eating fucking ass, and I was like, ah. What's going on with Twitter? What the hell? I didn't do this. Like, and I complained to Elon Musk. Like, what? And but by the time I got into here, it had been off Twitter. But I, I was like, what the fuck? Somebody hacked into Twitter and made it a porn site. Or Elon Musk let his personal Twitter account leak out. Personal feed out. Yeah. yeah. And his yes, yeah, personal feed got out. It's like 
He's like, I'll, I'll have to fix this. I'll, so. I have to yeah, say, the guy who was eating ass looked like he was really enjoying it. I have to that's say. All yeah. I, that's all I use Twitter for, for mainly anyway, is porn. <laughs> well, I've never seen porn on before the other day, and I haven't seen it since, and I'm thankful for it. I don't I, <laughs> Yeah, porn bores me. Porn is boring. It's you know what I, I, I'm an old There's so many guy. thirst traps out there, though. So yeah. many. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah. So um, you know, I think boring. I think that we we have come to a uh, a situation where there is so much content, so much entertainment that it's really hard not to get bored. Which is why we got uh, we're getting sucked into this thirty second reel, sixty second reel stuff. It's just there's so much stuff. There can only be so many premises in comedy. There can only be so many uh, grooves in music. All this kind of stuff that it it gets boring. And then like and Brendan Walsh is our next guest. He's uh, uh, we've talked about this in the past about how you just look for something to make yourself laugh because trying to make other people laugh with the same fucking premises over and over again, it just gets boring as an entertainer, as a creator. I don't know where you go from here. How do you make yourself laugh? How do you how do you find yourself? Because you, you're, you're using material that you know works, but at some point you even get bored with your own material. How do you keep it fresh for yourself and make yourself laugh? Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I do. I do get bored sometimes with my own material, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's just like little things make me laugh, and just uh, you know, people watching is always fun because it's always yeah, interesting yeah. to see how people interact <laughs> in the world. And right. so, like for me, I find like uh, comedy just comes in like those little moments, and you gotta be like uh like trying to actually live your life and living in the moment and see the shit that's happening in front of you and uh so i think for for me that's what keeps keeps me going but uh, like no. like you were saying with the like there's so much content out there and things like that like for me because i do stand up and if i see a stand up clip come up a lot of times i just keep moving cuz it's like i don't want to see this anymore yeah. even like crap uh like i'm seeing a lot less crowd work clips which i'm very happy about yeah but but like a year ago that's i think that was at its peak and it was horrible it was horrible yeah. like every other reel was like well, let's do I, crowd work i have that's to agree it. i'm not seeing uh but i'm pretty choosy about the comedy you know i i i get fed because the algorithm knows me very well i get fed like comedy clip after a comedy clip in, the, in those reels and stuff there are certain people who i just will go right past and so maybe they're doing crowd work and i don't notice it but i tend to I tend to go with people i already know i like the problem yeah. is i get the same joke like two in a row just different edits of the same joke and that pisses me off it's like yeah 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 i, hate that. Yeah. Yeah, I now, think there was i that. have a question there were like we, just uh what we were talking about uh you know, so much content. I think there was a stat that was just released by Spotify saying that only like 10% of what's online on Spotify is listened to. Right. And the rest of it is just, it's out there. It's, <laughs> wow. it's so much fucking noise. Yeah, like fucking my songs. I, I, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and there's like, two, and it's, I think it's something like 10,000 songs a day are released. Uh, I think more than that. 
I think yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, it's ridiculous. A and shit ton. I got a... I and, to, go ahead, Willie. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, Ron. So uh, when you get bored with material like you say you do sometimes, because it happens to me sometimes, do you... Do you take that opportunity to try and like rework the material at all and like kind of like keep, you know, keep your punchline, but find a different way to work into it, find a different way to transition? Because like th that's kind of what I catch myself doing when I become bored with a particular bit, especially if it's a good bit. Like I don't want to dump the bit, but I'll, I'll so I just start reworking how I get into it or what I relate it to or. Do you do any of that? Uh, sometimes I do. Uh, sometimes I'll like, uh, especially if I'm working something and uh, maybe I'm tired of it and it's doing okay and maybe it needs work. Maybe I'll just stop doing it for a bit and kind of like walk away from it and come back to it at a later time. So uh, I, I try and do stuff like that to keep things in, interesting for me then. Sometimes I force myself uh, to doing comedy different than if I if I feel like I'm getting a little lax or a little stale, I'll, I'll just try different things to mix it up, you know. So I, I try and have a good mix of everything, but it, it's it can be tough sometimes because you do you just sometimes you reach walls and you're like and maybe I just need to stop doing this for a bit. <laughs> that's 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 i've uh done that uh probably a hundred times over the last 50 years is uh in the middle of a gig telling tell myself this is my last gig this is it i'm done <laughs> and then I, the next day i got another gig and i'm there uh but uh, yeah it, yeah it happened. I mean, I, I'm being conservative if I say a hundred times. It's happened a million times. It's just, uh, <laughs> it gets so fucking boring. Um, especially because uh, we used to do three, you know, three shows a weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then uh, we would do like do two on Sunday. Uh, so, and we play four hour gigs. Sometimes they go into five hour gigs and you play the same songs twice in one day or three times in one day. It's like, oh, Jesus, man, I got to be something that I could do with my life that's more productive than this. <laughs> uh, well, I know when those, this is back when I was in college, those two weeks I was in college, I was one of those weeks I spent on the beach and we had a bunch of guitars out there. We we're doing like a jam session and we were taking requests from girls, pretty girls in bikinis as they walked by and that's the night I learned to hate Eagles Hotel California. Cause if you ask that, if you ask me without me thinking, I will say we played that song 50 times that night. Now I know that's not possible because we also played two other songs. But, <laughs> so there was enough time to play it 50 times at night. So we probably only played it seven times that night, but that was the night I hated Hotel California. Cause like every once in a while, a girl go by and say, Do y'all know Hotel California? And I'll be like, the other one of the other guitars thinking, I got a shot with that. Yeah, we know Hotel California. And they're like, I'll sing lead this time because he's the one trying to get into her panties, you know? Right. It's so uh, I, I understand the 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 hatred. Not the hatred, but the not wanting to uh, I, mean, I haven't played I haven't played it since. And that was like 1980, 1980 or 81. I have not played Hotel California since. Wow. 
Uh, I have a ba- uh, bass player will not play a single Billy Joel song, uh, even <laughs> at gunpoint. Uh, um, I don't even I don't even own an Eagle CD. Matter of fact, I went to look for one because my mother my because I was I was asked to do some music. My wife asked me to do some music for a retirement party, and the guy whose party it is, their favorite bands are the Eagles, Super Tramp, and uh, Pink Floyd. So I went downstairs to see what I'm going to have to get off the line because I have like lots of super tramp, but I don't have any eagles. And I think it's because of no, it's, it's cause you watch that movie. What was the movie? Oh, the with, uh, the big Lebowski. I hate the fucking eagles, man. <laughs> you don't know that movie? The dude the dude abides. I, I know, oh, I know, I know the movie. I've I've never seen the movie. Oh, you got to see the movie. I got called. I got called the dude on Saturday. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I totally did. That, that and, I, and I was very it, like it touched my heart. I was very happy. I was like, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> the dude. Um, okay. I just want to uh, shout out to Lori S. Uh, strikingly hilarious. She wrote me last night that she uh, she's doing nursing home gigs now uh, because of my uh, suggestion that you get into that. And uh, um, listen, I know a lot of people, ah, it's great practice and it's money. And for, there is no way to really, uh, no better way to really up your game than to do it consistently. And so that provides an opportunity, even if you don't love, the audience is half dead sometimes <laughs> in a coma. It's still an opportunity Sometimes to get out practice. Performing. Yeah, and get paid for it. So I recommend uh, you know that to everybody. Uh, but that TD just reminded me of that with the uh, Eagles Hotel California. There's a guy who plays the nursing homes that I play, and I got a call the other day from a rec director because she knew I know this guy. And she said, hey, can you stop him? I was like, How, what do you mean stop him? She's like, he, he's, play, he's riffing out. He's playing Freebird with a looper <laughs> to 90-year-olds in a coma, and he's just doing guitar riffs. He's not reading the room. Like, he's not playing any of the stuff that you would play for nursing home people. And he's doing, like, the extended version of Freebird. I was like, how do you want me to stop him? Should I call him on the cell phone and say, Dave, I just got a report? Oh, sorry, I just said his name. Uh, Dave, should I? <laughs> yeah, but you didn't say his last name, which is? Yeah, well, no, he knows. <laughs> no. Everybody knows who I'm talking about. I tell? Everybody in the... <laughs> No. Yes, yeah, because last name was David Tell. All right, I'm all for that. Anyway, uh, so yeah, it is difficult with the with the boredom. Now you don't uh, you don't mix it. You don't try to update your material live on stage in the moment of boredom, do you? I mean, you're feeling like this gig is uh, this gig is boring me. I'm going to try something different right here, right now. Do you do that on the spot or? No, I haven't really had like boredom wise, but uh, if I sometimes if I if uh, wait, I want to do this because you guys have this kind of similar backgrounds here. It's just so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I don't know if I get bored like that, but uh, sometimes if they're not if they're not giving me what I feel like they should be, then sometimes I'll. I'll twist it and I'll make I'll make my set go a little darker, right? Just just because I find that fun and yeah. <laughs> hilarious yes. to me. Yes, I'm looking at yep. I'm looking at the, the, the two of you. Their backgrounds. It's kind of like rustic home invasion. 
It is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, not just the hoarders. It's kind of like um, it, like the preppers. It's like you know, doomsday preppers got uh, right. podcast here. <laughs> yeah, I got to bring in my fifty cans of applesauce here in a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so is, is Laura getting a lot? Is Laura getting a lot of uh, uh, shopping done, or you you got tight clamp on the finances? Are you down there? Uh, well, we've been pretty busy. I mean, between pool because uh, she plays pool, and then right. uh, co- comedy. Then she works during the day, during the week. So we've been uh, we've been pretty busy, like every day. Do you, you look, like, look like the dude? Like your wife. Like plays in tournaments or whatever. She's saying on Saturday I did. Oh yeah, she. Uh, we. Uh, I took the night off last night, and uh, there is a like tournament like twenty minutes away from us that she went to play in yesterday. Eight ball or nine ball? Uh, she plays both eight nine. Uh, I seventeen for those of you who are counting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, seventeen she, ball. Yeah, she she's a pretty good pool player. She uh, uh, she got she won last year and got to go to Vegas for the APA tournament. Do you uh, play? No kidding. Uh, I play, but not like in tournaments or anything like or in right. leagues because uh, I don't I don't have the time or patience <laughs> for Boy. the way they run things. And it's like I got to focus <laughs> on comedy. <laughs> I haven't I haven't played well, pool in forty years. Easy, it probably longer. When you than say that. the way they run things, do you mean haphazardly? Because every pool tournament that I've ever seen is just kind of thrown together. <laughs> they seem a lot, like the tournaments uh, so far haven't been too bad, but uh, the league nights are the worst because um, you know she, she's got to get there if she wants to practice between like six and six thirty. And they start at seven, and a lot of times when they're playing, it's only one table. So sometimes, uh, you know, if you stay around for everyone to play, you could be there until it's like a five-hour event. Yeah, it's long. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Florida well, you is. Get, you get to practice your material, though. You can go from like table to table and tell jokes. Have, yeah. like, <laughs> new, have like a new crowd. Each I mean, time. yeah, that's a good a good tactic. Distract them so that they're so that they're not as focused. So many people who, from up here who were clubbers in uh, New York, Long Island area have gone down to Florida and now working more than ever. Uh, are you tempted to think about uh, transplanting down there and moving from from Pennsylvania down to uh, Florida at all? Uh, it, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. I got to see what the. Uh, seen like is like downtown but like from what i've seen so far like comedy wise uh i i like it so far yeah i know i i tried i would be down there i moved down there i made an attempt to move down to key west uh 12 years ago 13 years ago or something my wife won't let me do it because her grandson is our grandson is here but um there's so much opportunity and it's it's just it's better to wake up in the sunshine and it's warm. It's just for, for me, it was just like, you know what? It's always a party down here because they're always bringing in people who are ready to party rather than you have to deal with six months of uh, dread on the up north. Here's something to consider. 
because because it's mainly because of global warming. If there's like flooding in New York, you may have like a body or two floating by. If, you're, if there's like flooding in Pennsylvania, there's definitely going to be like meth and stuff. But if there's flooding in Florida, gators, you're going to have fucking gators in your yard, okay? I'd rather not have to w explain to my wife why the cat was out swimming in the front yard during a flood because I left the door open and a gator got it. I don't want to have that conversation. I have a unique position in the flood because I'm at the top of a hill. Well, I just get that's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so you don't have to deal with that right, in yeah. New York. So I'm asking you to consider that before you move. To, before you yeah. move. I, well, I'm not allowed to move, so I don't. There's nothing to consider. I have to die here. This is my wife's rule. I must die here, and well, hopefully that, the sooner the better. Sounds like she's trying to cure you. Sounds like you're halfway there. Yeah, the sooner the better. That's what I just said. The neighbor right uh, across from here, they actually have two alligators for pets. They keep what them outside. The, those aren't pets. I had I had a friend in in uh, you know, Ralph, Ralph Dice Clay had a, a pet alligator in his house, uh, and it was like twelve feet long. It was huge. No, yeah. no. <laughs> are, are they are, no. Bro, What color are these people? I'm just curious. Oh, they're white. Oh, they're fucking white. <laughs> no, I didn't. I just wanted to make sure. I didn't want to stereotype or profile. You fucking racist bastard! Heart. Get off my show, you racist fuck. <laughs> We can't have any <laughs> fucking racism on here. Um, in my heart, I knew they were white, but I just I just need to hear somebody else. You don't have a heart. Don't lie. <laughs> um, okay, in my chip, I knew they were. There was a video on Twitter, video on Twitter yesterday of an alligator, a huge alligator, jumping on a boat with two redneck white guys, and the front, the guy in the front is in his socks. On the on the uh, bow of the, of the boat, and he's trying to box the alligator. <laughs> the other guy is trying to throw the alligator back in the water using his tail. But the one guy is like trying to box with him and kicking at him, and he's got bare feet on him. Like, dude, <laughs> he's just gonna lose a foot. The guy didn't manage to throw him overboard and got him back in the water. But uh, you know, you're fucking redneck, so you, you never know what to expect. I get that's what happens I mean, when you use Budweiser for bait when you're that's it. You just you, know, you drink yeah. half your bait and you're crazy. That's it. No. What what do you gotta say, Willie? Yeah, you wanted to say something? I mean, thing number one you do when an alligator gets in your boat is hold its fucking mouth closed. That's thing number one. Like get on its fucking true. mouth, make sure it's that's closed. True, because so they don't have the, the strength. Their their muscles yeah, yeah, are here if, closing so, and not yeah, yeah. opening. So if its weak, mouth is closed, fucking make muscles. sure you fucking get on top of that so it can't open its fucking mouth. You're, uh, so you throw something at it, like maybe a sock, maybe a sock, maybe a beer bottle. Yeah, so it'll bite down, down on it or whatever. Right, yeah, it and then, and bites and then, down, and then you hold yeah. the mouth closed. That, that, that takes yourself. minimal effort. <laughs> But I wish I could have... find that clip because I could show it to you. The guy, I don't think the guy was in a position to do that, but it just seems to me how uh, Willie loves to think about uh, fighting wildlife. Sometimes you just need to prepare. <laughs> right, Willie? Sometimes you it's, just need to prepare. It's being mentally prepared, bro. If you don't yes. have a plan in your mind, in that yes. moment of fucking panic, you're not going to fucking know what to do. And you're just going to be an idiot kicking your fucking feet and an alligator. But if yeah. you spend time thinking about how you would, you know, do something in such a scenario, then you have a chance that your panicky brain 
might actually come up with the right fucking thing to do in the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking for this chance. clip. I can't find it. I, I, there's this uh, crazy clips on uh, on Twitter, which is all people fighting and ridiculous fights and, and crazy shit. Uh, and I was thinking it might be on there where I saw it, but it's not there. I would love to. Because I don't think the guy was in a position to jump on it and get the mouth shut. It, it, the way it was positioned on the boat, uh, I think. Oh God, fighting a fucking kangaroo! Oh, kangaroo fucking right. ass raping a dog! Oh my God! Oh my what? <laughs> a, a, a video of a kangaroo ass raping a dog. Is the kangaroo white? I'm just asking. How is that even happening? <laughs> I'm just saying it. I don't know that the kangaroo is white. I but bet you that kangaroo deep down in my chip. We're not going to kink shame what you're into. Don't worry. Uh. <laughs> right now, wow. Matt's like his search engine. Kangaroo. Well, let me bring it back to the top here. Look at my dog. And, and then the kangaroo grabbed the camera. Like, don't fu don't tape me oh fucking God, this dog in the ass. Look at my dog. Look how fucking jacked they look. Like, yeah. I will say, kangaroo is like one of the only animals that I'm actually legitimately scared of. <laughs> like, they're, they're like deer with attitude. Yeah, well, they're like a deer with like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger muscles and attitude. They, yeah, they're like fucking yeah, like if a deer fucking didn't roll, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, they're like they're like deer looking That's for a bar fight, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if, yeah, if deer exactly. For bar fights, they would be kangaroos. Uh, Reed says he would rather wrestle a gator than an orangutan. Uh, I, I yeah, yeah, orangutans are yeah. super fucking strong. Super, super strong and super vicious. Yeah, with the gator, once you got the mouth closed, you just have to avoid the claws and the tail after that. But I think Willie should uh, consider doing a uh, animal a fighting, show? an animal fighting. Like every episode, you're just gonna fight a different animal. Stop yeah, with like a hummingbird because that's there's easy. always there's Russians <laughs> fighting bears. That's how that's how Vladimir Putin got started. But the, yeah. that bear took a dive. I'm sh pretty sure that bear regrets it because that, that gave bear Putin, took a dive. that gave the that gave Putin the confidence to take over Russia. Had the bear won, like he I thought Russia was the bear. No, no, you're thinking of the women. So let me just see. Not all of their women. Some of the women are very beautiful. Three of them. So what? Why y'all looking at me like that? Because I mean, Russia, Russia, is, Russia is known as the bear, down. right? Russia is. Yeah, um, yes. The hammer and the sickle and the bear, yes. 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 But I'm yeah. talking about the, the wrestling match between Putin and the bear. Uh, all right. As opposed to Smokey and the. What's the other? The BG, BJ and the bear. Is that what it was called? BJ and the bear? Yeah. And yeah. Who would give a bear BJ anyway and then put it on television? That's another situation. I don't know. How is this uh, about Ron Kane? Ron Kane is our guest today and you're talking about BJs and bears. Well, everybody knows Ron's a furry, not oh. fairy, furry. I mean, furry? Yeah, he's it, yeah. He's, he's furry. Yeah, he's he's what he's what they call the bear in the homosexual community. So, uh, uh, did anybody ever uh, mention to you at comedy uh, gigs that you resemble David Tell at all? Do you get that at, at all, or am I the only asshole who does that to you? 
No, it, it, it happens from time to time. <laughs> I, I'm so used to it. it. It doesn't matter at this point. And right. I don't see it. Now I still, no, honestly, I don't see it. Yeah. Just, I, I guess I've just known you too long. But I, I look at you and I just see Ron Kane. I don't see Dave Attell. Yeah. Oh. So it's, it's I always see you and I, I see uh, Tracy Chapman. I, well, I can see Tracy Chapman <laughs> when I see Ron. Yeah, I can look at Ron and see Tracy, Tracy Chapman. But I'm sorry. Oh, I don't see David That's Patel. a totally racist, homophobic thing for me to say. Well, that's okay. One guy kept calling me, one comedian kept calling me Billy Ocean. And I and I remember the last time I saw Billy Ocean in space was back when Caribbean Queen was a thing. Yeah, I that had no idea. That, yeah. You mean it, it was a hit? It wasn't a thing. It was never a thing. It was a thing. It was a, it was not a thing. What is this? They had bo- uh, had a boxing orangutan at a local fair that would beat the hell out of rednecks. It's uh every which way but loose, right? What Clint Eastwood? Yeah. That was an yeah, orangutan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right turn, yeah. Clyde. Yeah. Uh, well, you, so you're performing tonight, Dave? Where you? Uh, I'm Dave. <laughs> Ron, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm sorry, Ron. Uh, where you? Where? Where are you tonight? Uh, tonight I will be at St. Pete Brewing in St. Petersburg, Florida. Yeah. Uh, brewery. Uh, now yeah. we've got I'll some distilleries St. open St. up St. here St. that are. Uh, have you uh, have you performed distilleries? They they like breweries, but it's it's harder. <laughs> it's harder harder drink, harder alcohol. It's distilleries. They're opening up here, like and it's like four or five of them in the last couple of months here. Uh, no opportunities to play. We've had breweries opening up forever. Uh, distilleries, have you guys played distilleries? I've done uh, one or two. I, yeah, I may have done one. Uh, there was one like locally that I was trying to start a show at, but they, did, they didn't really have the space. So uh, I don't know. I, I'm sure I will again at some point. Yeah. Uh, do you drink when you... When, you partake in, in the list of breweries I have to try and I'm not a drinker so uh, like Friday night I had a tap beer and I was drunk on one tap beer uh, <laughs> so, so but if I play so, a brewery I'm gonna I'm gonna try it and then I'm gonna get drunk so what so some of these breweries have like some like a um, Woodgrain brewery was a place that used to do comedy shows they haven't done them for like a year maybe a year and a half but a lot of these different breweries have some non-alcoholic brews, if you ask. But oh, generally, really? you have to ask. Like, uh, I had a yeah. pineapple fucking drink at a brewery that was amazing. I I would never drink. Like, because to me, beer, the, the, even if they, I don't know, it's, I, without alcohol, it's not really beer. It's just like, why don't I just fucking drink something? Cranberry juice. It's like a weird soda. Yeah. That it's like yeah, piss. No, I mean, kind of. But <laughs> it's, it's like drinking piss. <laughs> I don't. Not, again, we're gonna agree to disagree because I don't know what I don't know what that's like. Don't lie. <laughs> don't lie. <laughs> we'll fucking get a lie detector test in here tomorrow and and oh hook God. it up to you. Uh, have have hey, you ever? Listen, you can put yours? me on the lie detector test, but I want I want. Want to know the questions beforehand? <laughs> did you ever take a lie detector test? Any guys no ever one wants to know? Did yeah. you ever? You have? Yeah. yeah, I have. Did you pass or fail? Yeah, I beat the fuck out of it. What about you, Ron? Yeah, yeah I, I passed mine too. 
My, I, I was lying my ass off. I was lying my ass off, and I passed. I beat I've it. never, I've never had a lie detector test. I told the complete truth and failed. <laughs> I failed on my military question. It, uh, the questions that said I failed on were three different uh, uh, questions about my military service, and I never, I would, I've never been enlisted. I never in, in any armed forces or anything like that, and that's where I failed on. And I tried to contest it. Like that, that's just ridiculous. You can check on these fucking answers. Have uh, you, by by chance, did you like have a military career that you don't remember? Could happen. Could happen, but not to me. May, yeah, maybe maybe you daydreamed about being a military man so much that your mind thinks you actually. I never. Did. No, I would. I never would want because my entire family were military, and I didn't. I avoided it like the plague. Like. I didn't, and I don't think. Uh, listen, I think having your dick drilled with a uh, Black and Decker is a uh, is an automatic. I, I don't think I'd pass the physical. I'd take one look at my dick and say, e "You were in the Sears Hardware Department, weren't you?" Uh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> so I don't think they would take me anyway. But yeah, so I took a lie detector and failed when I told the truth. And you guys both lied and, and beat. I lied and, and now this was this was in uh, I was this was part of a psych, psychology exam. Um, we were in this is in high school, and we were it was part of the psychology course, and we all had to, as part of the course, you know, take the lie detector just so they, just so they could see how it works and stuff. And so what they did was they had me take some money, remove some money off the table in front of everybody, so everybody knew that I stole the money. That taking the money, and then he started to question me about the money and who t did I take it? And I'm like, no, I never touched. Didn't I didn't take the money? You know, blah blah blah. And I went on and on for like well, 10, 15 minutes, and I never. It was like they're like, I can't believe this. This guy's like, it's like a psychopath. He's like so cool, so calm. It's like we we know he took the money, but he's just convinced the machine that he didn't. So in other words, if we ask if you drank urine. It's gonna you're gonna beat it anyway, so I'm not gonna use that as uh, the way to prove to people that you're a urine drinker. You can also just ask me, and I'll tell you no. No, that's, but that's... we don't believe you. With that chip on your shoulder, <laughs> nobody's gonna believe a word you say anyway. Yeah, I had to take a lie detector because I worked at this restaurant and someone stole the petty cash, which Ooh. was which was probably only like 60 bucks because uh this is like so long ago. i was like making four dollars and 75 cents an hour at this restaurant <laughs> and uh the 90s. Appar <laughs> apparently like someone stole the petty cash and it was a big thing and we actually had to go to the police station and do a polygraph and i'm thinking to myself it's like is this even really worth the manpower and time <laughs> over something right like, right so what did you lie about if you didn't, if you didn't take the money what did you lie right. about <laughs> so it, it was it was pretty straightforward you know they asked you the normal questions like your name and shit then they're like did you steal this or did you notice anything and it's did, uh, yeah did so you what ever, did you lie about what did you lie about though did you ever <laughs> sniff your sister's panties <laughs> yeah <laughs> was it so what did you lie about, Ron? It, it, the, the statute of limitations is way over. You can tell us. 
No, I, I didn't. I didn't steal the money. I did but, not. Steal yeah, yeah, but what did you? <laughs> I don't know. He knew. What was he it? Knew. Oh, wait! The lie detector just went off when he said, "I don't know." Did you see that? It just like went. Wow! He's lying! He's lying! He's lying! Well, and the funny thing about that is, whoever stole that petty cash. But like, then fast forward later, I was working for this other company, and the you lied to man them too. The man, the manager was a uh he was a former career navy guy and uh he got fired because he got caught stealing the petty cash wow uh, that he was in charge of he was just taking the petty cash You're the chief petty officer yeah damn it you beat me to it i know <laughs> yeah and at the uh, time he's probably making 100 grand a year and he's stealing cash that sounds like a problem so what did you lie about <laughs> gonna keep, gonna keep really on gambling problem. He's not gonna confess. Just, Bless, you. Yeah. Bless you and good catch. And what did you lie about? Yeah. Just anal. Anal. Oh. Oh, okay. My my lie detector ah! test was an employment thing. Now, it was nineteen seventy-eight. I was applying to a job at Sam Ash. It's no longer legal to make force people to take a polygraph test on a uh job application type of thing. But that that's where mine was for working for Sam Ash Music Stores. God, man, they must have had a lot of no. fucking theft going on. <laughs> One, I mean, I mean, I've never, there's... I've never, I've never taken a, I've never taken an actual lie detector test. But one time, I was dating this girl, and her dad took me down to the basement and held me by the wrists and asked me a series of questions and. Oddly, he looked a lot like Robert De Niro, actually, now that I think about it. And, uh, all right, anyway, that's not. I did have a situation where I was, I was the young lady I was dating. I did not know that her father was, used to be a, a Klansman. I don't know if he stopped, I don't know if he left the Klan or if they just changed her name, but he wanted to talk to me. <laughs> Where the white women at? <laughs> No. <laughs> Keep that thing away from me. <laughs> I thought we weren't going to do that in February, but well, that's okay. Well, you just brought up Clan, but I, I love, had to. I love that he took himself out so that he could make <laughs> well, it happen. Because you only know, because otherwise you'd have to like figure out how to position the hood over here. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I could, but not today. I don't have. Yeah, he, I don't have Photoshop. Right, and I don't have Leo Numenor. Numenor Mimo. Mino Luminar Normal. Normal Luminar Nemo. I don't have that open. So, uh, so, so what's so what's your next tour, Ron? Um after Florida. Uh, I'm well, thinking you're, about you're doing Georgia on the way back, right? You're hitting Georgia on the way back? Yeah, I'm gonna hit Georgia on the way back. Uh the plan is to be home uh for the month of March because I gotta get my car inspected and shit. Uh I'm going to hit the Midwest, or uh, I'm actually considering coming back to Florida in April cool. because I met some promoters and things like that. So if I can line up uh, some good-paying shows uh, in April, May, I may come back down here for that. Good for you. Well, I, I highly recommend it. If You, you know, uh, even not moving down there, just touring down there and, and doing as much work as you can down there. If it's good paying work and there's, there's opportunities, seize those opportunities while you can. That's uh, we are uh, waiting, uh, on Brendan Walsh. Uh, he's not, uh, I don't think he's any doing a B man anymore. 
uh, Ian, uh, Ian saying, where's the B-Man at? I don't think the B-Man exists anymore. I think he's been put to death. Uh, we'll find out when Brendan gets here. Uh, hopefully he'll be here in a few minutes. Uh, anyway, it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of time to uh, get get to that and get to some uh, spots that we I have to run for us, not for for Willie. And uh, uh, hopefully uh, we'll we'll get to Brendan in just a second. Ron, thank you for for being uh, part of the show this morning, and uh, good luck. And uh, let us know. Come back soon, man. Make make it a make it a biweekly thing, or as, or or quite quite often anyway. Uh, I'll, yeah, call yeah. You. I'll call you, Ron. I'll call, call me. Call Dave. I'll call, I'll call you. Yeah, GD, let I'll, me know. I'm going to hold you, too, because... Uh, wow. What? Go ahead, Willie. I'll get a call. But I'll, I'll have it. Oh, I'll, I'll get I'll, a hold I'll of you, too, because uh, there's a couple names I can give you. Your, like, um, I know um, I got a Fargo connection, and if you want to play if you want to play St. Paul's, I can definitely look to the name of... Uh, who would who would book you? Um, okay, yeah, yeah. for sure. I'll because uh, like, yeah, like Two Falls and Sioux City, I have connections. In Be sure. careful because when Willie says uh, "book you," it means something very different. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You could you could wind up with a record, right? Yeah. Th thanks for having me, man, and talking uh, <laughs> to you, Willie and GD. And if it, if you're if you're watching this and you're in St. Pete, come out to St. Pete brewing tonight and uh yep. come say hi come say Thank hi. Pete. And, and check uh oh follow him on uh, at ron kane comedy everywhere where he's available as uh, gd likes to say thanks for being here man have a great day bye for now uh yeah so uh looks like uh brendan's here willie did you have to drop off uh this morning willie yeah <laughs> yes uh all right, uh, we're going to do a, a commercial <laughs> quickly, and then uh, we're going to uh, uh, hear from Brendan Walsh, who is patiently waiting in the background. So uh, thanks. We'll talk to you later, Willie. Um, yeah, uh, it's time to play a commercial and then uh, um, hear from, from Brendan. I'm taking... Hey there, I'm Mr. Geronimo, product manager for Tracy's Dog. What is Tracy's Dog? Well, for 50 bucks, we send you a high quality sex toy right to your door. Yeah, 50 bucks. Are our toys any good? No. They're fing amazing. Yeehaw! Each toy is made with body safe silicone. We are constantly evolving and innovating our product line. They are built for one thing to shake your world with orgasms you ain't never seen before. Do you like spending $100 for your sex toy? 80 of it goes to retail. What about bumping into your family while at the sex toy shop? Good taste. Get the pleasure you deserve without broadcasting your secrets. And think of all the money we're gonna be saving you. Uh, I just want to point out that um, he says you like spending $100 on your sex toy. The turbo, the uh, male ejaculator, the, you know, forced ejaculation tool is $139. So that's because that's not a toy. That's not a toy. That's a device. Yeah, that's so, their highest priced item on the, on the, on the website. So tracysdog.com, tell them my dog sent you, and you're going to get a nice bonus. And by the way, uh, if you live out west, 
you can order today and still get it in time to give to the wife tomorrow night. Not the, the ejaculator, obviously. You're not going to give that to your wife. But there are ladies' toys that you can get. I mean, I wouldn't give my wife that for Valentine's Day, but you can still order one and get one in time. It's easy. Brendan Walsh is here. Brendan is um, my favorite comedian of all time, and that's a, that's saying a lot. I mean, uh, I don't even consider him just a comedian. He's an actor. He's an improv guy. He's a really creative guy, uh, but he's also the number one request uh, from the fans and the emails to have as a return guest, and he's kind enough to come back today. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's say hello again to Brendan Walsh. Brendan, welcome. Hey, what's up? Good morning. It's nice and bright and sunny out where you are at uh, early in the morning on Tuesday. Thanks for getting up and being part of the program. <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. I just got to say something real quick. Matt, all those things you just said about Brendan, yeah. I thought you meant those things. You said those things about me last night. No, I never. I would never say that about you. I am always very derogatory towards you. I am always very mean, and that's on purpose to try to keep your ego in check because I know it has a, ter a tendency to run away with you. Uh, I would love to have a check from you. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> we'll we'll get sorry. to that. I'm sorry, Brendan. Brendan, no, no, that's fine. Brendan didn't call, uh, chime in to see us fight on this. He came in to, to ex uh, for me to celebrate him uh, and share him with our audience. Now, uh, when I wrote to you about two weeks ago, I said that some people in the, my emailed me in an in chat room about a Yelp, the Yelp reviews that oh, you yeah. had done. And the people, are, it, there's a long thing where they were going back and forth and people were were confused about because they were going through yelp and saying this is weird enough you think brendan would have written this and i'm like i think he had one account and it got banned are there still yelp reviews from yours around on uh out there that under pseudonyms you know what yeah i do i started one <laughs> with a lady hold on let me see if i can figure it lady. out lady <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah she's she's a lady uh Oh boy, let's see. Maybe hopefully this is the right address. Um, I didn't really get to, oh yeah, here it is. Um, maybe, do I give out her name? Wait, hold on. Let's see. Let's, let me figure out what she's up to here. I haven't been, um, lady. <laughs> hey, nice lady. Um, let me see if there's a way to read all my reviews. I haven't, yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, how do I read her fucking reviews? Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's uh, fine. No, I'm we. It, okay. You can say review. You can say review on the air. Except <laughs> if you're doing a Tracy's dog commercial, then you have to say they're fucking amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, have you noticed that the sign on the back wall says "Make Toys Great Again"? Like they weren't. Like when did they stop being great? I think that a lot of their audience is probably Trumpers, and they don't. You know, they're just taking yeah. advantage of. Well, you know what? Now it looks like... Oh, wait. Reviews. Let's see here. Okay. Now there's one real one about this doggy daycare place. <laughs> That's what it was. So I had these uh, fake reviews, right? In, or the, you know, the, my, my original fake guy. Yeah. That I had... Um, yeah, I don't know. I was just in the writing those reviews for so long. And then I guess, yeah, this, this guy really did piss me off. And I'm like, oh, I need to leave a bad Yelp review for that 
guy. So I created a new account and then I was like, oh, well, now that I have this new account. So then I changed everything to make it be this lady because I figured, well, you know, maybe that'll be like a new kind of, uh, you know, a new take on on these yeah. Yelp reviews. I'll have it from a woman's point of view instead of the guy. Because the guy, the last one was like. It was going to sex parties and uh, hooking yeah. up with trios. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He did like, a, yeah, there was a speed. Online sex, yeah, speeding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, and there was there was a bird one. Yeah, that, that, there's a lot of good ones with that guy. I forget <laughs> what his name was. Uh, Ted Radcliffe, maybe? I don't remember. Um, yeah, that was it, yeah. It was it Ted Radcliffe? Yeah. Okay, so here, there's a couple here. <laughs> Well, there's a couple here from Lori. If you want to, if you want to hear those, yeah, why not? <laughs> or we can we could talk too. I, I I didn't know if you just came to watch me read off the screen. No, actually, I have a question. As long as you about Yelp reviews, I have a question that I usually ask the comedians. Um, you've been doing this for a while. So, what is the worst smelling place you've ever performed, and the best smelling place you've ever performed? Well, let me just say before you answer that, TD, I know you're very Italian, but when you talk with your hands, that's when we get the breakup. Try, uh, try to. Yeah, yeah you know, you're breaking up. Yeah, you're breaking up. I'll try not to move my hands. Damn it. That's I don't know if it's the hands. I think there's just a bad connection somewhere. Yeah, wire or no, something. It's, 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 it's when I move, my, I think somehow, let me see. see my mic is actually here. If I tucked it away, it wouldn't get it would affect stuff. <laughs> this is reminding me of the Roger Stone thing from uh, not even a show, and Brendan, it was like <laughs> every oh, yeah, time. Yeah. You... <laughs> Man, you're, uh, like, you're monitoring me. I am. I, I'm a big. I'm a huge fan of yours, and, and all the stuff you do, I think, is just like extremely creative and different. And like people think. Uh, if I say that, that that means not funny. Because usually, what you say, "Oh, comedians being oh so brave, man," that means it's just not really funny. He's just out there like doing stuff that doesn't make people laugh. But I think you get bored with with just stand up comedy, and you do stuff that is very different than other comedians do, and that, and it's still funny. And that's that's a, there's a trick to that to being you know out there and bold and trying new things and still keeping the funny in it. So, uh, well, thanks, know. man. That, that means a lot yeah that the um not even a show he posted i think he posted like a um a super cut of all the the video the pranks that we've done right. uh, and that that show i don't know if people aren't familiar with it it's uh it's this guy chris james in uh canada who he gets like political people running for political office to come on these fake uh uh web shows that he creates and uh and then just just messes with them doesn't even let them get any you know talk about whatever platforms they have and uh yeah we've done some funny ones the uh yeah we had roger stone on which which kind of was a bummer uh <clears throat> because you know he i mean uh i there was i read something about like swinging or something but it then it turns out his wife has cancer and i don't know it was like i think chris might have edited some stuff out because it was like oh we were up and we we're like oh shit, his wife's sick and we were like talking about like i was talking about swinging 
Yeah, that's not in it. He definitely edited that out. I didn't even I didn't even uh, think about that part, but I shouldn't have even. Yeah, and it's like, you know, all these all these people are they're still people, you know. I don't want to really like I don't I don't like, you know, sticking it to people. Yeah, I don't know. It's not my yeah. job to judge people. You're but, not um, mean. You're not a mean if guy. If not you, then who? If not you, then who, though? I hear whoever, you know, whoever wants to be that guy. That's that's just not, I don't need that kind of baggage. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, there's one, you know, because then we kept upping it. Like, I just wanted to, he's like, hey, do you want to do something? And I would, I would like, I was just thinking of like a funny scenario on my end. Because like, I always played like his like producer who was like stupid and, you know, I, <laughs> And one of the main gags is like, I think my mic's my mic's not working and I can't <laughs> hear them. So I'm I'm just like talking shit about them or saying dumb shit. And uh so I just wanted to make it crazier and crazier. And one time we had a guy on and I'm Vern or whatever, I forget the guy's name, the uh producer, and and I, I can't hear them or see them, and I go, Oh, and then I show I'm at the top of my stairs. And I show the, you see, I flip the camera. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Oh, wait, my package is here. And then I fall down the stairs. Like, you know, it's the camera's just going all crazy. I'm tumbling. And then it's just like on my face, like, oh, oh like laying on the ground. Oh. And, and the person, that, you know what, that made, not to sound like, you know, a total softy, but that made me feel a little bad too, because like, you know, obviously I can hear everything. And the guy sounded pretty concerned that he's like, oh, no, you know, I think I think he might be hurt. But uh, my favorite one that we did is because, you know, I just kept wanting to raise the bar on, on, on stupidity. And I had I had this I got a fake a rubber hand. I was like, well, maybe it'd be funny if I'm doing like a cooking show. But uh, while I'm waiting to do your thing and I'm and so I have uh, I rigged up this whole thing and it wound up working perfectly. But I'm like, I'm chopping vegetables while I'm like, wait, I'm like, okay, well, I have to finish up the cooking thing before we get to your show, Chris, you know, like you booked this last minute. And, uh, and then the guys, you know, he has the guy on that he's going to mess with so they can both see me. And I'm kind of just like half paying attention, like, yeah, yeah. And I'm chopping and I had this rubber hand, a fake hand and I chopped into my arm. And I rigged up this like water bottle with fake blood and just blood started. I go, ah, my hand. I chopped off my hand. Like I chopped my, my whole hand off uh, while, while cut, cutting vegetables for this thing. Uh, well, so, yeah, that's not even a show. I don't know what, but he did. He put together like, you know, I, we did like, you know, we did like six or we've, we've done a handful of those. So yeah. he's got. The thing, because uh, Stanhope, when he was on with uh, Jesse Waters, said he should have consulted with the king of pranksters, Brendan Walls. And, uh, you know, but it, I, the prankster stuff, you can't you can't tell somebody how to do it. Yeah, it has to be has come naturally to you, because I can't prank for shit, and I know I can't prank for shit. Uh, but the other part of that is your timing is so perfect, like... That's got like an improv thing, knowing exactly when to chime in and say the exact point at which to say, "Yeah, I'm off the air," and, and "No, you're not." But yeah, all yeah, those yeah. things, it's like, how do you how do you get that? Is that from well, improv? Like, I guess I mean, isn't that the key to comedy though? Timing? No, I think that's just you just have to like. I think that's kind of intuitive, right? I don't uh, know. I don't I know mean, either. I think a lot of I mean, like I think everything's intuitive, you know, like. Uh, there's, you know, to be like a a professional athlete, you know, there's there's a certain amount of training and stuff. But I think that you're born, you know, you're kind of gifted 
right yeah, there's yeah. certain th things that you that you're just that you just kind of have and and uh you know there's like, like you a know, wheelchair <laughs> like a wheelchair yeah well yeah, if you want to be murder ball player when when monkey pox first came out i tried to prank a uh a pet store and <laughs> and somebody immediately in the chat room said oh you're trying to try to do brendan walsh it's like oh well maybe yeah, i'm not even gonna try now you, gotta, <laughs> you set the bride too high for me <laughs> yeah, i mean i don't you know i don't have a patent on you know messing with people and and it, you know and the whole prankster kind of moniker is like I don't know, man. I feel like that's not, I don't know. I, I, I don't feel, I, I feel like that's a little, I don't know. I don't, I don't. But I don't yet, uh, maybe it's not in the works anymore. This taskmaster's thing it will will only serve to enhance your uh, reputation as a prankster, right? The, uh, the Fox. Uh... Yeah, that's, well, that's the idea is that they'll just be like crank calls, you know, like, 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 uh, like crank anchors, but, but in a, in a, more scripted kind of way not that the calls are scripted but you know like crank anchors it's just these individual kind of just like vignettes of of the calls right so this uh the guy johnny ryan the the cartoonist that i was that i'm working with on it he he and i were just kind of we've been kicking around ideas for a while of just like these really uh, just, I mean, it's, I've never laughed so hard writing stuff with someone, but like everything we write, we're just like, where is this? Nobody's going to put this on TV anywhere. You know, like we wrote, we wrote this one thing that I keep going back to because it was just so fun. It was just called public toilet family. It's about a family that lives in a public restroom because they have, they like, they inherited, I forget that there's some kind of inheritance, like they're their grandfather died and he owned this like building, but like only left them the, the, the restroom part <laughs> of it. So they live in there. And, uh, but either way, yeah, Johnny and I we were, I always thought it would be a good, I had never seen before, like a, a scripted, like a show where there's crank calls in the, you know, within like the story. So they like kind of drive the story or it's like, they make sense in, in the, in the script i guess there was a show there was a show called dog bites man that sounds familiar Comedy central yeah i had like zach galifianakis and ad miles matt walsh um and it was like a a news team out of seattle they were but then they would go out into the real world and like kind of you know mess with people right and uh and i thought it, that was brilliant it was great and it didn't last i think it only did one season and and what I had heard from, I think, you know, I, somebody at Comedy Central, when I was, you know, pitching them or whatever, when I was dealing with something, I mentioned the show and I was just like, why that show was great, you know, and everybody on it was great. And it's just so funny. And they, they said, yeah, people just couldn't, they didn't understand it. Like they yeah. couldn't, they didn't know when like the fake stuff stopped and the real stuff started. So just like, you know, it just didn't make sense to people because they thought like they just thought the whole thing was like scripted. But it's like obvious when they're out in the street doing right. like, a weird thing. Um, well, but, uh, yeah, that sorry. that is your bugaboo. I don't know. Bugaboo. The thing Brett Erickson once told me 
uh, we were talking about you, and I said, I never know when Brendan's serious or not. And he said, never. Never take Brendan seriously on anything. And then, uh, he, and I know he didn't like Jackie Martin because I had him on the show with Jackie Martin. He was being oh, really, really? Dis dis disrespectful to him. Oh. And then I, I saw you post that thing about Jackie, and I was like, I don't know if he's serious about that this or not, if he's seriously like, like a Jackie fan or if he just hates him as much as Brett. Brett does. All that was going through my mind. Brett, really? Brett was like rude to Jackie when? Yeah, he was calling him a, 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 a incompetent, angry Joe Biden wannabe. <laughs> Why was it? Oh, that's weird. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You know, you never know what comedians. You know, people get. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm like confused now because well, first I saw you post that thing about Jackie, and I was like really excited. Look, Brendan Wallace is sharing Jackie's stuff. This is really cool. Yeah. And then and then. I, uh, and then I was telling Jackie that as I was telling him that he said, I just got a, uh, an email from him. And I said, uh, it's like, that's really cool. I was like, well, wonder if he would have you on his show and all that. But, and then I'm like, oh, I shouldn't even do this because Brendan's just fucking with me now. And I'm, I'm fucking with Twitter in general yeah. and I'm, and I'm, and I'm falling for it again. And that's why I wrote you that. I don't know if you were goofing on him or not. And, and he said, you weren't, and you were truly yeah. fit. No, I mean, yeah, I, you know, I mean, I grew up listening to the Howard Stern show. Uh, I, you know, I grew up in Philadelphia and that's the first place they syndicated to. And, you know, so yeah, there's definitely, uh, you know, I don't know, reverence or, yeah. or whatever for him. Like I'm not, you know, I mean, Jack, he was kind of like his role on the show too. He was kind of the butt of a lot of jokes and stuff. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but, uh, but no, yeah, it was just, it was a weird series of events like i went to this theater with my kids they were doing a, you know like this kid show on a sunday morning and uh and on the marquee it said that jackie was going to be there in a week or two and um and uh yeah actually i was going to be out of town when he was there so i couldn't go and i yeah and then i looked at, either way yeah and i just i i looked at the you know, I looked at the tickets or something and I saw that it wasn't sold out. And I was just like, well, you know, I'll try to help him out and just do a tweet and see. And then when I saw when I did the tweet, the photo, I mean, Jackie has to whatever, you know, he's a 70 year old guy or whatever. 76, so. I think. he is. OK, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's it's kind of obvious with his email addresses and uh, just kind of the way. All the AOL. Yeah, AOL. And, uh, yeah, just it's like, oh, man, you need to get like some young kid in here, like somebody in their 50s to, uh, <laughs> to kind of update everything. And I saw that, yeah, on the on the photo on, that I tweeted for on Twitter, it said like because I guess on Twitter now it had shows like when you post a picture, there was some there was like information on it and it said April 14th, Jack. <laughs> so I assume it was like maybe they just used some old template on whatever thing they website builder and and forgot yeah. to change the date because it was right on the when you clicked on it and went to the site the date was right but just that either right. way so yeah so i was like well i just went to his contact page and just say like, hey just so you know this site the date's messed up so that's probably why it's not fucking sold out yeah and, uh, but yeah but yeah no i'm glad that you reached out because it, it didn't even it didn't even occur to me to even ask him to come on to my podcast and that was like that was a real kick for me 
he's a, he's a really good guy. But the, the point I was making was that you have painted yourself into this position where you could scream fire in a crowded theater if there really was a fire and people would just say, ah, just Brendan, there's no fire. Sit down. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I, I guess. I mean, I feel like it's a little inflated. The whole, you know, like I, I just kind of, I just, I just like having fun, and 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 I, yeah, you know. But I mean, the whole like prankster. It's not like I'm constantly running around like, oh, okay, I'm gonna put fake dog shit here, and I'm gonna shake <laughs> and, and there's gonna be a joy buzzer, and I'm gonna call someone and tell them they're, you know, they're fucking their, their house is on fire. Like it's just, you know. I, I just like, I mean, honestly, and I probably talked about it last time. It started with, um, you know, the billboard stuff in right. Los Angeles, and and it 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 all stemmed from like, you know, moving out here, and and it's like comedy is like a real business, and you know, I'm having meetings about like every idea that I had, and and I just kind of wanted something for myself. And I was just like, you know what? It'd be funny if I added a guy to that billboard. And you know, just whatever, and 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 just did that, just kind of as like a juvenile, like, all right, <laughs> run away laughing, and and it's like that's not something that, I, that I'm going to have to have a meeting about. Like, okay, let's you know, let's, let's talk about this vandalism you're doing. So uh, right. how how do we turn that into a show? And it's like we can't; it's illegal. Uh, believe um, me, uh, and when no, pe people respond to your uh, Twitter, well, you're not, you're not as active on Twitter as you were during the pandemic, but during the pandemic, you had a thing where a bit where guys come, you're a gun dealer and the guy's coming over and you end up shooting them or something like that. And I got like 15 people. Did you see that? Brendan Walsh selling guns. I was like, guys, Brendan Walsh, man, come on. <laughs> I was actually, that was visors. Cause I, I, I started one of the things during the pandemic uh, I started doing was buying vintage like visors, you know, like yeah, uh, yeah, golf hats without a hat, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Because I, you know, I, I, there's this reservoir that I walk around, like you know, like this this guy here, um, <laughs> eighty four Olympics. This is a good one. I have a couple of these, um, but yeah. So like, I I'm not a hat. I have like a big head and like baseball. I just I feel like I look stupid in baseball hats. Yeah. And uh, so I, I would wear visors when I would walk around the reservoir here. And uh, and I like going to record stores and thrift stores and stuff like that. And obviously you couldn't do that when we weren't allowed to leave the house. So I kind of just like shifted that, you know, collecting, going to record stores. Thing. I was like, oh, I'll start. I'll look at cool visors. I'll get like cool visors on eBay and, uh, you know, like a $15 limit. You know, they couldn't be that much and and uh and so i just started buying those and and then my friend vic berger uh who he does like videos and he's on the tim heidecker's uh podcast uh the office hours thing and he makes all these crazy videos i don't know if you guys are yeah i yeah just watching them last night yeah so he he's like i guess he was like you know going felt like he was balding or i don't know he was like he's like oh well i'm like going bald or whatever so i've been like looking for certain different hats i'm gonna get I think I'm going to do the visor thing too, or whatever, which was funny because then I created the only, I created competition for myself because I'd be, you know, he'd be like, Hey, I got that like Kodak visor or whatever. So I was like, shit, I was looking at that. I was looking at offer for like a dollar less than he was asking for. Um, so yeah. So then like I, I had all these either way. Yeah. That's Vic and I, in that video. And the thing is I have, uh, there's visors laid out on the table, like kind of like a, yeah, like a, 
underground gun selling thing. <laughs> but then I do like, you know, he's looking at the visors and trying them on. And then at one point I like pull out a gun and we're like, ooh, we're just kind of playing with it. And then he like shoots the camera by accident. <laughs> People think that's serious. It's like, why uh, would he put a, a video of himself doing an illegal activity if it were real? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> People, but yeah. People did that for January 6th and a bunch of other places. So it wouldn't, that's just it. People that's true. themselves. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess Brandon, I don't. I was just saying, I had, what about this for an idea for a prank? And you can have it if you think it's viable. Uh, you, you, there's a homeless guy. You pull up next to him with a box. Like, you be in like your new neighbor. And you put the box next to his box. You introduce yourself to I'm going to be a new neighbor. Somebody pulls up. They do, they drop like a moving truck and they drop off your stuff. Maybe somebody delivers you food. You know why? Like an Uber comes by and Uber eats and they deliver food to you while you're moving into your next your new neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> now, why didn't you share that with me? I didn't see that one. You got to send that to send that to me. I didn't see no, that. I know this is an idea. This is an idea. Oh. Thing now. Yeah. I want to know oh. if it's viable or do you think the homeless guy would like try to steal your food or something? No. Well, it's territorial. Work. I don't know. I had, you know, oh, I, I did pretty a little bit of work, man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's, you got to get furniture and stuff. I mean, I, I get it. That's a, that's well, a no, because homeless people, you know, just shopping bags full of nothing. You know, yeah, yeah. Said you drop off, like, you know, just, you know, you're white. Your white is really, really bad, man. Um, yeah, I didn't know that was an idea you were sharing. I thought it was like something I missed. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, uh, maybe if you just take the mic off. Maybe if you use just your yeah. computer mic, that might work better. Uh, I don't want to get the echo thing going. Uh, I, mean, okay. I can do this. It's a risk. If, if I lose y'all, I'll just come back in. Let's try this. All right. That's, this. that's fine. Um, uh, but, I, yeah, go, go ahead. Sorry. Before before we get, because uh, I know time is uh, of the essence. I mean, I don't have a, a, a full hour uh, with this here, but no, no, um, whatever we can do, whatever. I, I know I was a little, I was a little. Uh... All right, cool. Um, moving out to LA, you mentioned being out in LA. <clears throat> Are you used to the earthquakes yet? Because last week there was an earthquake there, and everybody takes it in stride. I had one here that shook me for about a week, and it was minor compared to LA standard. Are you have you adjusted to that? Are you like a regular LA guy? with oh, just another earthquake. I mean, you know, it's 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 something that's always in the back of my mind. Like, uh, you know, like I, I don't, I, I pretty much avoid elevators if it's less than you know four yeah. or five floors. Um, I, you know, I'm always, you know, I have like prepper shit <laughs> you know i mean you know it's it's not even like you know loony prepper shit but it's like yeah you know it's it's i i was a boy scout for a little while and be prepared i think is the best thing that they teach you and uh it's, yeah, the, the natives out there just they just take it in stride like uh, like we take a rainstorm or a slight snow or you know snow flurries. Well, i mean you know the earthquakes it's it, it, it's not very common and and uh I mean, but you know, it's like you, you rationally, you know, it's like, well, there's probably going to be, maybe there's probably going to be a bad one at some point uh, in your life. And, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, it is kind of weird to, to have that hanging over your head, but it is, it's a nice place to live though, too. I mean, it's like <laughs> the weather's pretty nice. Like I just went up to Big Bear with my kids uh, 
a couple weeks ago and it is it is cool i mean i know it's like cliche but it's like oh you know we're like down here at 70 degrees and cal you know california and then uh well actually it was like kind of rainy that's which is why we went up to big bear because uh, Amanda was like, you know, oh, well, it's snowing up there. We should take the kids up so they can play in the snow because, you know, they don't know snow. And so you drive two hours and then you're playing in the snow and then you come back down and you could go to the beach the next day. And so it is like, you know, there is that. And yeah. and then, you know, all the if you want to just kind of goof off and like not have a real job, there's a lot of opportunities to like live off your ideas a little bit yeah um, yeah that's that definitely there was yeah. <laughs> more opportunity for that but uh, god's shaking you to death is always hanging <laughs> over your head so yeah i mean i mean, I, I, I was talking about this yesterday morning on the show where i was in a barn with a studio barn a, a video studio barn and uh the whole barn went sideways for a second and stood right back up this was yeah. like 10 years ago and I was I was sick for a week over there, physically sick and like really right. nervous about about that well, stuff. You're helpless. I mean, you really it really puts things in perspective of how like insignificant you are. When uh, I mean, yeah. I haven't had any bad ones here, but the first earthquake I ever experienced was in Eugene, right outside of Eugene, Oregon. I was like 19, staying just kind of traveling around and staying with my buddy that I knew from high school who was living out there, growing pot like in the woods outside of eugene and uh i mean this is like 25 this is a long time ago um but uh we we're hanging out in his he had like uh i mean i guess essentially it was like a trailer but it was one of those like i didn't you know know it was a trailer it was like like a nice little house but i guess it was like a trailer and uh and everybody had gone to bed and it's funny it was like this is this is how long ago it was because i think it was like Conan O'Brien had just taken over the the late. Wow, that's thirty years. So, yeah, thirty years ago. Yeah, yes, yes. I was like eighteen or nineteen, and uh, and um, and I was. Everybody had gone to bed. I mean, it was like him and his girlfriend. I think maybe yeah, there was one other dude there. So either way, but I was in the living room watching TV, and I think it was like right around the premiere of Conan taking over the Tonight Show or the whatever the late night and um and the house and the, it just started shaking and the <laughs> first thing i thought was because we were like deep in the we weren't like we were like in the woods like we weren't we i mean we we're close to eugene which is already a small town so it was very very woodsy and my first thought was oh shit there's a bear like jumping against. I thought it was like a bear pushing again. I mean, I don't know. It's just like you're like. And then I looked at the mantle and saw everything kind of like you know shaking off of it. And then I was like, oh shit! And like stood up. Like, well, what do I do? Like, you know, it was like a, there's a doorway over there. You stand in the doorway and and uh, and then it stopped. But it was that. That was actually a pretty big one. It was like a five point something. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah they're like, scary as shit, man. No, no doubt about it. Um, yeah. And then yesterday, can you hear me okay? Yeah, you sound know, a times better okay, now. Cool. Uh, okay, yeah, you look ugly. Oh, well, <laughs> that's that's a different headset. Yesterday, yeah. I was telling Matt about the. I was working on a lady's roof, and uh, an earthquake occurred while I was on the roof. The whole house oh. is shaking and everything. So I come up, I come down the ladder. And I go into the house, and the lady looks at me, and she goes, "Did you do that?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, wow. you don't really jump to uh, earthquake. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there was one. There was one the other day, a little one. I mean, yeah, man, it really. It. I mean, you know, no pun intended, but it does. It shakes you up. It's like, you know, and I was just there's this little office that I rent one day a week, so I can, you know, I have two little kids here. It's, I'm actually at home now, but uh, you know, it's hard for me to get anything. Are done they here, your but. kids? <laughs> just kids off the street. I don't know how they got in here, but uh, I don't know. They uh, L.A. has weird laws about exterminating them, so you kind of have to <laughs> deal with them. Uh, I think they got in there. It's like a hole in one of the screens. Damn, Gavin. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah. Either way, I was just I was in my office just on Friday, and uh, and there was like a you know, and and the thing is, they're just like it was just a. <clears throat> Like, you know, it's just like, it is, it's, it's like, it feels like, oh, would a car just hit the building or something? And you're like, oh no, it's just a earthquake. And then you're kind of just, they're clenched up. People like, go okay, run to Twitter is. and post videos of it. Like, and it lasts for a second. Like it doesn't last long, but uh, right. that's the first thing people do now, no matter what. It's like, I'm, I gotta go to Twitter and post this on Twitter. It's like, man. Well, hopefully, you know, I'm not here when, I don't know. I, you know, hopefully yeah. it's, uh, I don't have to deal with any kind of catastrophic yeah. thing. Cause it's, yeah, I didn't mean to put, put any bad mojo on you. I'm sorry about that. Let me not. Well, late, have you man. always been, have you always been a West coast guy or did you live like in another place before there? I grew, I grew up in Philadelphia and then, um, I moved around a bunch. Like I said, you know, I stayed with, uh, wound up staying, I mean, not super long, but I think I was out there for six months in in Eugene with my friend and, went and lived in uh, Ireland for uh, a little while and then Amsterdam for a little bit. And then I wound up, then I moved to Austin um, and was there for about 10 or 12 years before I moved out here 15 right. years ago. So, so, were you a Phillies fan? Uh, I mean, an Eagles fan growing up? Yeah, I mean, yeah, everything, you know. Are yeah. you still an Eagles fan now? I know you do. You just wrapped up uh, the uh, football picks with Stanhope, that thing. But uh, are you still an Eagles fan, and did you pick them this year? Or I mean, I did up until I saw when they lost to the 49ers, when everything started. I mean, the whole season, I was like, you know, this is going to start falling apart at some point. I've been a Philadelphia sports fan long enough to know that you, they, you know, they're just heartbreakers and, and losers. <laughs> and, uh, and when they lost to the 49ers, I mean, they got, and they got killed by them. Uh, I, I realized they said, you know what, this is it. I don't, I don't think they're going to win another football game for the rest of the season. And I, I made more money betting against the Eagles in the last five games of the season than I did betting on anything else up, up before it. Um, and and I, I'm not like a heavy gambler, you know. Well, you see the thing. It's like $10, $20 bets. Yeah. You maybe like lay out 100 bucks a weekend on games. And generally, you know, you wind up, breaking even basically i mean it's it's all about but it's that it's a fun it's a fun hobby yeah my father was a bookie yeah okay. in the 60s and 70s and he had uh some referees and some players who bet with him but he would never accept bets on games that they were involved in but he swore that betting or that the NFL was fixed in some way or rigged and the refs yeah. were in the pocket. Yeah. Now with online gambling, there's a big controversy because, and there's a lot more calls that are like, what the hell was that? Yeah. Do, you, do you, are you conspiracy theorists on that level as far as the games being oh, yeah. fixed? Oh yeah, yeah, no, a thousand percent. I mean, any billion dollar a year industry, if you can uh, 
rig it in a certain way. Like, I mean, the whole Taylor Swift thing and, you know, where it's like, well, they're going to, I mean, even though that was one of the most boring fucking Super Bowls I've ever seen in my life, but uh, uh, I mean, it does, it, I, I feel like it is scripted to a certain extent. I mean, the referees, and, you know, I point that out too, where it's like, you know, you have all this fucking technology. You got, you know, you got that yellow line painted across the field every down. You got these cameras fucking flying overhead. You got like all this shit showing, like all these stats. And then when a guy runs, gets the ball and runs, it's just handed to some fucking guy in a striped shirt who just spots it wherever. And then if it's if they want to see if he has a first down, they grab a fucking stick with a chain. And it's like, what are you fucking like? You guys have like laser. Like, what are you doing? Of course it's fucking rigged. Or else they would have have more efficient ways of ruling these things. And then when you see a a call, yeah, where it's just blatant. Like, there was that Saints game, like, I don't know, what was four or five years ago? It was a playoff game. And it was like clear i forget what it was it was like clear pass interference or not pass interference and he called it but either way it's like every game there's a call by a referee where ninety thousand people in the stadium everybody saw the opposite of what he's saying yeah yeah it's like come on that and that happens like multiple times a fucking weekend and and it and and also and it's like you know these holding just let holding be legal because all these fucking linemen, you can call holding on any fucking on every play. play. You can call any holding play. on every play. And, they, and they, so, and the refs just like if they need to move a team up the field or keep a team back from going, you know, it's like, I mean, you watch games where it's just like, you know, okay, roughing the passer, okay, uh, encroachment or something, and they, and they can move a fucking team sixty yards up the field with penalties, and then get them within field goal range. So it's like, well, roughing roughing the passer. Roughing the pastor. Roughing the pastor. That's roughing the pastor. That's a euphemism for jacking off, I think. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, roughing the pastor, that, that was like, that depends on the quarterback, whether or not you rough yeah. them. Because there was yeah. the Brady rule, the Manning rule. Yeah. Those guys who got roughed no, up. But Mahomes, like, if you look at Mahomes wrong, they, they fucking call roughing the pastor. and. But then right. you know the you guys from North game. Carolina, Cam with the Cam Newton, Cam Newton you could yeah. shoot him with a gun, yeah, and it'd be like, come on, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah, that it, it is crazy and whatever. It's like okay, I, you know, these guys are getting concussions and stuff, and and yeah, and these quarterbacks are like basically a fucking injury. Like you saw what happened with Aaron Rodgers; he blew out his fucking Achilles, and then there goes the Jets' whole season. So it is important to keep these guys. To not yeah. let these, you know, these other animals just fucking try to take their heads and, off. And though the Jets have to find creative ways to lose, they they just can't lose <laughs> yeah, the yeah. ordinary way. So that's you know, the, the the Jets they just can't lose the way most losers lose. They have to lose in a whole new losing way. Yeah, yeah. So well, there's right. that. But it's I mean, I get the you know the whole kind of protecting the quarterback a little bit. But you do watch. But again, then it's just like it's up to like the refs' discretion, where it's like, well, you know. That you know, it's it, there's just too many there's too many ways to fix these games to a certain extent, and and the fact that these holes aren't plugged up says to me that yeah, of course they're gonna fucking like they do want like are, are they gonna not let Taylor Swift win the Super Bowl? You know, essentially, <laughs> I mean, 
you know, I mean, it's really, it's like, you know, the ratings have probably been in the fucking toilet for the past. They're like, okay, well, let's have, get this whole Taylor Swift thing going, which who knows what's going on with her. I mean, she, there's, I, I don't think she exudes any type of sexual energy or anything. Like, you know, the fact that she's like, oh, always has like a boyfriend and, yeah, you know, yeah, going yeah. Through thing, and it's like, I don't see any kind of, I can't picture those two fucking, you know? And I think it would be more interesting if the Chiefs lost only because, yeah. Then we'd have the footage of her, what she has to do to cheer up Travis Kelsey. You yeah. Know, he's all, or would he they wins. break yeah, up the day, next day, right? Break up okay, the next day. Now he's won. He's right, won. He's already happy. There's nothing she could do to make him unhappy. She gave him a bad blowjob, and it's fine. Yeah. But, it, but, if he, but if he lost, what does she have to do? It's like, oh, come on. Come on, Travis. What's going to take about, to make you yeah. happy? You know? Yeah. So it would have been yeah. more interesting TV had they lost. Now, true, I was rooting for the Chiefs as opposed to um, the other team, the, the Niners. So I was happy with the outcome. <laughs> yeah, I, I was happy with the outcome. And I was also on the pins and needles because I wouldn't the Chiefs with like three seconds left to go or 20 seconds left to go. So I was on pins and needles at that point. Mm -hmm. But. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it wound up being, you know, it was only the second Super Bowl to go into overtime or something. So, uh, you know, it ended up, I guess, with a little bit of drama. I could have used a, another half a fucking point. Um, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's, it's a, and my father used to talk about this. All, and my father was a madman about some of this stuff. But uh, one of the guys who, who was involved in, uh, he got killed. He, uh, he got whacked because of, he was involved in fixing point spreads. It's just perfectly working out, like one-point things. And that's like a really difficult thing. You have to be really, uh, I mean, involved in, in figuring out play-by-play play where we're going to fix it. So I would think you'd have to be co uh, communicating with the refs in order to cover the point spread or make it go the way you want. Which makes Or, I mean, or they just get, you know, they get a script you know, some form, some version of a script before the game. And it's just like, okay, you know, don't this like wrestling. 40. Yeah. I mean, more or less where it's like, yeah, you know, this is going to, you know, keep it, keep it close. And, and this can't go over 48 points um, wow. or 47 points. Um, you know, of course I think it, you know, you can only control it so much. There's going to be some wild rookie guy or whatever, you know, like, I don't think obviously all the players can't be in on it. All these players are idiots, you know, and they can't, Right. They to football players, so and they can't be trusted to be in on it. No, I mean they, somebody would have blabbed by now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Somebody would have uh, screwed it up by betting on their own team or having their having their wife bet. You know. Yeah, yeah. Which probably goes on, but but uh, but yeah, no. There's there's something, and, and and you know, with the, I think with I mean, aside from like the. Uh, you know, whatever kind of scripted or, or rigging there is in the game. I mean, it's just like you have these supercomputers now, too, that just run like a, a hundred thousand simulations of the game. And then it's just like, well, it looks like it's probably going to be, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of 35 to four, you know, 14 or whatever. So then it's, you know, they said it goes, OK, well, then the over under should be set at like 46 or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and then, uh, yeah, and it's like, oh, it's most probable this team's going to win, and they'll probably win by about five points. I mean, of course, it you know works out differently sometimes, but you know, a lot of times it's pretty much on the nose. You know, like right. I mean, a half so a fucking point yeah. yesterday. Yeah, half well, a point. that's because the guy in Vegas he actually knew he actually planned that 
uh, ball to hit the the niner on a foot so the ball would bounce. <laughs> that was that was like so scripted. I was like, I can't believe they were able to to pull that off. You know. Oh, then, I missed that part. I, I kind of left a uh, thing. I moved shifted venues yesterday in the middle of the game because it was so fucking boring. But wow. I mean, you know, these missed extra points and shit too. Like that was another. You know that, and yeah, it was that blocked. Was critical. I mean, that was, yeah, that was critical. That's and that, yeah, that is so Vegas. Like that one point, yeah, means yeah. That, that that moves that needle, betting needle. Like, well, there's yeah. no overtime. There's no overtime if uh, if if he made that. Right, right. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. You know, and it's kind of like a lot of these well, things unless, are well, unless the perfect. Chiefs went for two at some point. If the Chiefs went for two instead of an extra point at one of the touchdowns, then maybe. Now, well, it's, now I'm confused here because you didn't watch a game all year long, but you you seem to know every play of the Super Bowl. You, see, it's like, you, you weren't right. into foot. You weren't into football for whatever eighteen weeks, and now all of a sudden you know every I, game in the. I, big haven't, game. Been, I haven't been in football for years. I, I I can't stand watching it because there were rules when I used to play, and, and <laughs> it seems like it seems like they're all sissies now. I, I can't yeah. take it. Right. And, uh, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't like, in, I don't like watching injustice. I don't like watching cheating. I don't watch, I don't like watching people who are like that rich being acting of millionaires and billionaires and, and All right, calm like, down. You Go have a drink. No, calm no, down. No, 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 you got me. No, damn it. No. Here. Something today. <laughs> uh, um, is that legal in New York now? It is. It is. Uh, and uh, it's very weird because the black market is, is doing better. Because it's legal here. Because why, uh, why does it have to be a black market? All right, a uh, See, you can't go one show without being a criminal legal. criminal market. Yes, a criminal market. We'll call it that. The the uh, illegal market is doing much better than the uh, legal dispensaries. Even though I uh, one day I counted ten thousand dollars cash being spent at the dispensary in three minutes, and I was doing the math on what that means per year since they're open seven days a week, ten hours or twelve hours a day. It's in, it's enormous what the dispensaries are doing. Well, but, but the government takes nine thousand of that was his. Nine thousand dollars of that was his. Yeah, yeah. Like he's doing a lot right, of heavy Nine thousand dollars worth of weed. I. I, no, I don't. I don't know because the the cash, but they don't do. You can't play with your card. It's got to be all cash. So I am definitely of the idea that yeah, the states are taxing it, but they're yeah. not getting as big a chunk as they they're should. Skimming, or, yeah, it's like waitresses and their tips. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was somebody was just talking about that out here, where it's just kind of like, yeah, it's a real ball busting. Like you know, you, you like you know, obviously you know the dispensaries do a booming business here, but. But yeah, I think it's the amount of taxes and regulations, and they keep it to where it's like you're not, you're. It's yeah, it's it's not uh, it's not it's not the biggest cash cow that you would think it would be because of all the um, taxes and stuff. But I, right. I don't know. I, I'm not involved. With that. Yeah, I just you know what, if it's gonna be legal, then we should be getting some tax benefit from it. Uh, you know, just community wise, like this is the whole point of making it legal. Otherwise, it, it was working fine with the criminal element before. <laughs> well, they probably you know there are some benefits. You know, you see your tax dollars go. They probably paint a pot leaf and a peace sign on one of these bombs that we drop on fucking uh, Gaza or whatever. <laughs> Cheech and Chong uh, sponsored uh, fucking yeah. Missiles, but you also have, but you also have, you also have more variety. Let's put it okay. I haven't bought pot in a very long time, but when I was in my youth, 
and I used to buy pot. There were only like four kinds. There was Acapulco Gold and, and three other kinds. I can't <laughs> Mexican, know, Colombian, Thai stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. There was like four kinds. And now there's like 1900 different kinds and they and they're tailored to the mood you want to be in like do you want to do you want to sit and have conversations with your in-laws and smoke this do you want to sit and have a <laughs> and by playing with the, the ball of yarn smoke this no, yeah no. um yeah so or i don't know how we got on the, the pot oh because i told you to calm down. Joint, yeah because he was getting a little emotional it's actually i have this in my desk this is my favorite uh, silver haze strain, yes, uh, which i don't even really i really don't even touch this stuff at all anymore yeah. um but this has always been good for like create you know writing and stuff like that that's always that that that's that's helped that's been good for me but i you know the paranoid i, I have like uh I have a pretty fragile kind of fucking head so yeah like, i do too but a crap shoot for me to it is a uh, it is a window of inspiration sometimes, and that that for it's a creativity. Of inspiration, but then you know the the possibility. You know, it's kind of like the earthquake analogy, but it's like kind of not worth it. Where I'm like, okay, you know, three out of five times, it'll be fun to watch a movie or fucking you know write some stuff or whatever. But then that other two times, it's you're just signing up for six hours of fucking horror, and yeah. uh, it's just kind of not worth it. Like the it, the the amount of good times that I have really doesn't outweigh that one. The chance of you know it's like it's like yeah it's fine when you're high you know walking your dog listening to the fucking Tron soundtrack by fucking Daft Punk or whatever, and that's fine. But like it's not so fine that I'm gonna risk like having you know a few hours of just real hell in my head and paranoid thoughts and reevaluating everything I've ever fucking done. And, <laughs> You know. Yeah, uh, yeah. We only have a couple minutes left here with you. So, uh, but oh, you just mentioned music now. Uh, I get to. First of all, you play guitar, right? Or do you not play guitar? Is that like air guitar or something? Uh, I mean, you know, I can I play guitar as much as the next guy, but not. Yeah, I'm not. I get the impression you're like a metal guy. No, uh, or we just lost GD there for a second. No, uh, uh, I. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I you know. I, I went through everything, you know, like metal was kind of the first thing that I got into when I was a kid, like discovered Motley Crue with uh, my friend Jerry in, in Philly. And um, and uh, yeah, went through all the hair metal stuff when I was like young and, and then, you know, turned. Uh, I remember a kid on the bus going to school, gave me the Metallica's Master of Puppets because I the Guns N' Roses Appetite for Destruction album was kind of a big turning point because it was like, oh, man, this is like I thought there were two singers, you know, because he sang different, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I was like, OK, this is like kind of like fits into that genre, but this is like a little more dirty. And uh, and then uh, this kid on the bus saw that I had that tape or I maybe was like, oh, have you heard this? This is crazy. And and uh and then he gave me master of puppets and then that was like i fucking i was like i didn't know you could fucking do that and <clears throat> and then uh you know punk rock was always kind of seeping in there too like dead kennedys and dead milkmen and uh and then that led to yeah just kind of more punk stuff and then the more kind of post-punk like sonic youth and stuff like that i kind of like 
graduated into. And I'm kind of stuck there. Like, I mean, I've been, you know, I've been writing, working on this thing for a while. And uh, that's, that's, uh, that's what I'm born myself. Yeah, I just caught how much I'm droning on about nothing. Yeah, but no. no. The, the, the kind of 90s, like uh, 80s, 90s, like indie rock replacements, uh, you know, Sonic Youth. Flaming Lips. Uh, well, yeah. where I'm going with with this stuff is you're uh, you're a middle aged dad, and uh, and your kids are going to be getting to the point where they're going to be playing some new music. Are you going to do you envision yourself being like the curmudgeon old people like you do when you were listening to Ap uh, Appetite for Destruction or any of that? Like ah, the music was so much better in my day. You kids don't know good music. Yeah. Do you I see mean, yourself being that dad? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I've, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll go with whatever. I mean, my kids are pretty good so far. They're still little, but you know, I think we're doing a good job. They seem to have their like kind of uh, moralities and stuff kind of heading in the right direction. And also, no, they but, do... but don't all parents, but don't all parents think they're doing a good job until the first shooting? Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I think I, I don't know. I think if you have a shitty kid, you kind of know you have a shitty kid. But you yeah. know what? If, if you're a shitty person, you don't see it. I mean, that's. I mean, the kids right, really right. are kind of a reflection of their folks. Yeah, it's not really about what, what kind of kid you are, though. I mean, it's where what, um, at least my question was. It was like how weird music is getting, and what, what, because in and even when you grew up, I'm, I'm significantly older than you, but even when you grew up, you had radio and you had uh, different options. Now it's all force fed. And it's all computerized. It's all AI-driven music. And at some point, you're not gonna—you're gonna be hearing your kids listening to something you can't comprehend. And you're gonna have to either try to be a really understanding and liberal-minded guy and say, I'll "Give this stuff yeah. a chance and listen to it," or you could choose well, to I be. Well, I think you know. I I feel like you know. I'm I'm at least trying to instill the like you know the right kind of bullshit detection of like you know distinguishing between real art and and fucking jive so yeah um i'm sure even you know when it does evolve to whatever just like blips and bleeps and they'll they'll still be some of it might there'll still be some of it that stands out as like okay yeah i get it i get why you like this um but also it's like people are still people are still gonna be listening to the beatles and shit you know so it's like you're not gonna really it's, it's not gonna have uh you know, I feel like, you know, I'm turning, you know, like when I'm in the car driving with my kids, I'll slip uh, something on here and there and they'll be like, oh, what was that? You know, so it's like there's I'm introducing them to good music. So it's like that's going to stick a little bit. It's not like it's not like all that stuff's going to go away when the new stuff comes around. You know? Yeah, I'm always I'm always like confused when I see young people listening to the Beatles. It's like, wait, wait a minute. This is not I mean, that, yeah, that's a weird thing, man. I don't like <laughs> it's just like it's like so much music's come out in the past 60 fucking years. Like, how is that like the Rolling Stones and the Beatles and Jimi Hendrix? Like, how is that just kind of chiseled? Into I, I, think the, it, I think it's like rice bowl, the rice bowl Christian syndrome. It's like you go to another country. And they don't, and they have their own gods that they want to worship. But you say, yeah, but if you want to eat, you have to be a Christian. And so they're like, okay, I'll I'll be a Christian and eat your rice. And so I think a lot of those kids were just starving until they listened to the Beatles, like their parents. And well, remember to tell your therapist that theory, uh, yeah. and we'll see. 
We'll see that. Brendan, listen, I appreciate you coming here. Uh, you've been the most requested guest. I will try not to bother you for another three to five years or so. No, man, bother <laughs> away. Bother away. I'm sorry that, uh, yeah, that it's taken this long. It's, uh, you know, I don't have, uh, I don't have a real scheduled kind right. of uh, Before life. you go, well, uh, well Record Podcast, the link is in the description, the Patreon link for that. Well, how often does that come out? That's every Wednesday, I think, or no? Or World Record is, uh, yeah, every Tuesday, basically. Uh, Tuesday. You put it on Patreon a little bit early. Do, a, like, if you're in the, like, $10 range in the Patreon, then it's, uh, you get it on Saturday. You get the full thing. And if you're on Patreon, the free ones are, like, you know, 30 45 minutes and then the free ones are generally around it or the the patreon ones are about an hour and a half so right. if you want to hear more of it um, um, if you want i have i i did pull up the the ladies uh oh yeah but before you before you read that is the b-man dead oh i i mean i don't know i i <laughs> I just got sick of wearing all that shit. You know, it's a like, lot of stuff, man. The podcast is already so much more involved than, right. Uh, right. Know, than just recording audio. And I, you know, all that stuff just kind of evolved, whatever, just adding things that I thought would be stupid and weird and the big hat. and But then, like, you know, if going in and having that, I don't know, you just kind of feel like, wait, what am I doing? Like, is this like, like, you know, I don't know. You just kind of feel like if this wasn't a movie and they were showing kind of like the downfall of a guy and like where he's at, you know, it's like he's putting on his big hat and going into like, you know, make crank phone calls. And I don't know. And I, I, just, I, would, I just thought that it would be I was, like I, I've been planning for a while. I was like, oh, you know, I really got to change this up. I feel like this is just kind of stale. like, I don't know. I'm getting bored with it. Like it's uh and but I I didn't have uh, I don't know I, I never really landed on any other kind of goofy thing like all right I'll wear a space suit or a deep sea diving suit for every show so and I just was like and people had said you know people would comment here and there like you know I think you'd get more listeners and stuff if you just looked normal you know because uh. I think hiding your face and stuff and I'm like maybe there's something to that but also it has been like. It does feel a little bit like, I don't know. It's just nice. Like I said, I, I felt like I've had to change it up for a while. So it's nice to just yeah, maybe bring them back for a special occasion. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still have the hat, you know, I'm not, yeah. I didn't get rid of any of the stuff. So, all right. Yeah. We're going to say Yelp on the way out here. <laughs> okay, if you want, I don't want to force this. On no, me. I definitely want it. I mean, it, I love these Yelp things that crack okay. me up. <laughs> Did you have something, GD? Sorry, you're. No, I was uh, just, just going to so say that there was one. I I gotten. I had dressed up as a lobster. Uh, I had the full <laughs> lobster outfit, and I went into the supermarket to the seafood department, and I walked up to the lobster tank, and I yelled out, "Let my people go!" <laughs> and <laughs> the lady, the lady at the seafood department looked at me. She goes, "Wait one second. and she ran in the back, and she grabbed her manager. And she brought the manager out and goes, "This is my manager." Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people like that kind of stuff. Man. I had, I used to own a gorilla suit. I used to sell weed in Austin, and one guy traded me a gorilla suit for an ounce of weed. And that. I used to, uh, yeah, I would go in the front of businesses and just give them, like, actually, one was a like a sex toy store or whatever. And I had a sign that said, You'll go ape over our porn. And I had a bullhorn. I just give people free, like, unwanted, uh, Street advertising. 
I have, you know, I've been, I've been, I've reconnected with some friends from back then and they've sent me like, I've been getting some old videos and I'm like, man, there's a lot. I have a box of VHS tapes somewhere that I have to figure out how to get them. Uh, yeah, digitized, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Let me see. I don't know. There's actually this Lori only has two reviews. So uh, uh, let's see. Here, I'll read the shorter one. Uh, so this is for a hardware store. And uh, she gives it five stars. She says, I love this place. It's awesome for picking up tools, paint, and even single guys, wink. I recently went there to get a new shower head, the kind with the massage setting. Ladies know what I'm talking about. Wink. <laughs> and there was, a, there, was, there was a real cute guy there buying a toilet seat. I sidled up next to him and said, new toilet seat, huh? Just to break the ice. Maybe I won't need the shower head after all, I thought, LOL. The guy was <laughs> the guy was one of these hipster types, but he wasn't all fat and broken down by life like my loser husband is. <laughs> oh, so she's basically the same as the other guy. Don't get all judgmental on me because I'm married and flirting with a hipster in the toilet seat section of a hardware store. I still look good and like to get some action on the side every now and then. My husband probably cheats on me too, and frankly, it's none of your business, sweetie. The guy is acting all shy, so I keep making small talk, but I'm being kind of sexy about it, too. I say all breathy. I say, what happened to your old toilet seat? <laughs> I kind of I touch his arm when I say this. The dude is cute when he's shy. He says he just needs a new seat. I ask him if he wants any help breaking it in, then I wink. <laughs> he walks over to the gardening aisle to look at some soil. Uh, this hardware store has everything you need for your garden, too, by the way. I follow him to the soil and ask him again, do you want any help breaking in your new toilet seat? He says he's fine and doesn't need any help breaking in the toilet seat. I tell him his loss. We exchange numbers before he leaves, so maybe we'll hook up another time. I get my shower head and pay at the counter. I notice they sell pickles here, too. Maybe I should get a new toilet seat, too, and take it into the shower with me so I can break it in along with my new massaging shower head. I just, hope my, I just hope my husband doesn't stink up the bathroom too bad. Spoiler alert, he did. Uh, this hardware store is the best. They have spray paint, regular paint, cleaning product, everything. Five stars all the way. They have a few kind of different kinds of toilet seats, too, if you're thinking about breaking in a new one. So I don't know. That's not. <laughs> but there are, there are a couple of uh, giveaways that that Brendan Walsh is writing here. Uh, the Eating uh, is a big thing in, the, in my Yelp people. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, yeah. Uh, don't be all judgmental because that's in in the uh, in one of the the, the sex uh, yeah, the yeah. online sex dating or speed sex dating uh, yeah. and, and the cheating thing where uh, yeah, don't that part of it. <laughs> yeah, they always kind of lecture the reader a little bit about don't judge me for my cheating and stuff. Yeah, well, I know you do it too. So yeah, all yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> oh man, it was uh, fun. Uh, again, sorry for uh, sorry for all the delays with this. Uh, I'm happy um, to come on anytime. Appreciate it, man. Uh, good luck with uh, Taskmasters, man. And we'll, we'll keep we'll keep watching you and keep laughing. And, and appreciate you being here. Have a great day. Thanks, Matt. Thanks. Bye. Nice to meet you, GD. Bye. Hey, yeah, mind dog. Yeah, yeah, mind dog. If you're ready for some action, this dog sure to keep you laughing. Let's go. Mind dog, yeah, yeah, mind dog. Don't roll, don't play fetch. Only here to keep your interest. Uh, this is 
the show that you've been missing. Full of comedians and musicians. Plenty of interviews, entertaining. Keep it funny, there ain't no debating. Uh, call the man. Uh, you never know what they're gonna say. Be Flicker Kelly and Whiskey Dick Willie Conway. So authentic and straight raw. Pushing the limits when they talk. Doing it live when they stream. Mind Dog TV. Yeah, so crazy. Getting intense. The dogs are wild. Better beware before you hop over the fence. <laughs> Mind dog, yeah, yeah, mind dog. If you're ready for some action, this dog sure to keep you laughing. Let's go. Mind dog, hey, mind dog. Don't roll, don't play fetch. Only here to keep your interest. Let's go. Come have coffee with the dog. Oh, yeah. Come have coffee with the dog. That thing's a little too long for me to, uh, because the video for the Times Square thing is not yet done and i'm not loving what they're doing so i was thinking about sending them that but it's a little too long it's longer than 30 seconds uh looks like willie's back there in in the uh back in the green room eating cereal we don't get to eat cereal that's not right anyway uh <laughs> uh let's let's watch him eat you ah there he is eating we caught him eating uh <laughs> we can put him away till he's done chewing whatever um Lord and Lady tonight at 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. Uh, what, you know, the Brendan stuff. It's uh, interesting there that, you know, his take on the conspiracy theories in football. Uh, he seemed to be down with the, the Taylor Swift stuff completely. Well, like that. I, I, I'm not a, a big football I, I, some of his conspiracies went a little bit beyond the pale, but I was like, okay, well, this is your world. Enjoy it. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, yeah. I, 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 a lot of it, I think, is like over, over paranoid. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Uh, but the, uh, the idea that uh, the, the NFL was behind having Taylor Swift win the game, I don't know. It, as long as she's there, the ratings are going to be – and this is the thing. The people who were boycotting football for the last eight years – are complaining about it, so they were there watching anyway. I think she was good for ratings, whatever, whether you love or hate or whatever. She uh, she helped helped this sport out a little bit. I think I don't know. What do I and to be honest, I don't. Know, I didn't notice the the cutaways to her. To be, I did not notice her until I think the touchdown pass that won the game, and 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 at the very end, where he spent like way way too much time on her kissing on Travis Kelsey. It's like. I don't, and it's, it's not, I don't need to see that. I don't need to see anybody kissing that much, you know? Uh, yeah. I, I, I didn't watch a second of it, so I wouldn't know. But it just, it's surprising to me that, because uh, I do think there is some amount of gambling fixing going on, but not scripted to the point of like wrestling or not. It's really difficult to script to the to point spread and all that kind of stuff you yeah. have to work out every fucking play and too many people would have to be involved and sooner or later somebody would rat it out you know all that it's the sheer fact that the way a football bounces on a kickoff <laughs> you know, yeah and you really have to really know that guys are not going to drop the ball because people are human i mean so if yeah. you're, you're you're depending on the point spread and the guy doesn't make the catch you're fucked at the end yeah you know so, yeah all that stuff Anyway, uh, looks like Willie's and, and more and field goal kick and field goal kickers. My God, I I I try my 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 wife used to feel bad for field goal kickers because like they're like the worst, not the worst, but the worst job in football. It's like I'll sit on the sidelines for fourteen games. Oh, you need me now? 
Okay, right. I'll come out and win it. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, it's a pretty easy job. I mean, you got one job and you get, well, I don't know what they get paid, but they get paid more than I do. They get paid more than you do for being on this show. That's what? for sure. Oh, see, now you're not getting a raise. No, you're not getting a raise. Tomorrow, James Mack, uh, New York-based comedian, and Steve, Stephen, the sitcom, uh, what's his last name, Ortiz? Uh, yeah, Stephen is, that, the is that how he's got his name listed, Stephen, the sitcom, Ortiz? Yeah, I believe um, he's a, a wheelchair-bound his entire life. He's a I don't care. I don't care. Um, and so I probably was a little insensitive when I named the program uh, Wheelie Wednesdays or something. I think oh, Wednesday uh, Wheelies. Uh, probably uh, maybe that's a little offensive. Maybe I should change that. Uh, I'm a little bit too influenced by this uh, fake Liam Neeson character who's fucking with uh, Abbott in Texas uh, and calling him Wheelie Boy and all that kind of stuff. So maybe that was a little. I, I saw a commercial for. Can't remember the product now. Don't care. The it was Chuck Norris's wife doing the commercial, and the commercial the commercial was for some kind of product that keeps him young. And she goes, "My husband is Chuck Norris," and she goes, "Such as says he's like ninety four years old and he's still young." And he showed videos of him fighting when he was like forty. Right. I was like, I'm sorry. That's not if the if the if the whole idea is that this product keeps him young at ninety four. Why are you showing him kicking ass at 40? Show him kicking ass at 94. That's the whole point of the product. Welcome back, Willie. Hello. You just came from your uh, colonoscopy. I didn't know you were going to bring me back. Oh. Well, you. I saw you in the back there. I figured, why not? Uh, anyway, Lord and Lady, tonight, you got anything to say about Oh. Uh, Did you see my text? I sent you a little a DM because it was so hey. cute. The way the way your wife was making hugging yeah. your face. I've been I've been texting Willie for about a week and wondering why he hasn't responded to anything. Turns out uh, this text on. Yeah, my, my actual number is off. Yeah. Well, good to know that that's, now. That's how broke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm thinking this one, Lord and Lady. Tonight. Do Do you have a plan for Lord and Lady tonight? Of course. Or you want to let the people uh, give oh, a, a do little... Do you want to know the plan? Is that what you're saying? Well, well do you want to give a little preview, uh, like a little yeah, teaser? So promo? <laughs> yeah, we're, so of course we're going to... We're always going to do the segment Shut the Fuck Up because that's like my wife's like little thing that she shares some uh, some news and that I'm very excited to hear, uh, usually. Um, so that's always going to be a part of the show. That's going to be a staple of our show. Um, but last week, my it was kind of a, a synopsis on my wife. And here's the thing. We we talked, we kind of touched on this a little bit last week on, on this podcast about how, listen, for as much, for as much as you may already know about me, there's, there's a thousand things you don't know. So, so we're going to hear about the cross-dressing thing today. Um, an, an overview of her come up. Cross-dressing. Listen. It sounds like you said you're going to do an overview of her cross-dressing. However, it could oh. be in the list. All right. Here, here's the thing. I was thinking about uh, no, yeah, taking. No, last take, week we did. My wife. This week we do. 
I was thinking about taking the training wheels yeah. off, at least that one training wheel off tonight, and seeing if you could do a little bit. Uh, I'll be there just in case you start to fall, but uh, running the show for yourself to, to get oh, your, your feet wet into this thing. You can yeah, practice beforehand. Yeah, no, but, that's uh, exciting. All right. That's great. Well, that's the show for today. So, I hope so, people enjoyed no, Brendan Moore. Yeah, yeah. If, if you can, if you can't, don't worry. Yeah, I will be there to catch you. Yeah. I was able to listen to most of it, so it was pretty good. All right. I'm kicking uh, the guys out of the just room. One piece, just one piece of advice, Willie. Um, remember to hit the go live button. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. Twice. Actually, you have to hit it twice. That's the thing. You, you do it, go, it says go live, and then there's another drop down that says, do you really want to go live? And that's when you... So you mean I may not have fucked up? I may not have... Oh, fucked I bet you that's up. what happened. Yeah, well, it's the same thing. You really wanted to do it. That's what happened. It's the same thing with end broadcast. You click the end broadcast and it says, Are you sure you want to end? And then, yeah, it gives you the. So that you don't pull a call. Like, Carl was leaving the room. Hang on. Let me try and put something in there. You use a knife with your mouth taped like that. Listen, man. are you at the doghouse tonight? Or you. Yeah, I think so. We're, I'm going to wait to see how the storm. Well, actually, it's oh, not yeah. going. It stopped, and it's like it's melting up that here. Is so if wow. it's going, if it stays above freezing, I should. Um, I'll make my decision probably around three or four. It doesn't um, look too bad. It's I, totally I up to you. The venue doesn't get a say in this. You just you're you're in charge. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm kicking guys out of the room. Tomorrow we have a good show with James Mack. What would, and what would Ron King do? Um, I don't care. It's not his show anymore. Oh, no, I'm just no. <laughs> you know, the, the other thing that Brendan brought up was this idea that we can fucking measure a P on Jupiter, but we still use chains to, to uh, see if the guy got a first down. It's, it's fucking ridiculous in football, but... That's something to think about. You, we have the technology to measure a fucking ant on fucking Pluto, but we can't fucking tell with, with unless you got two yeah, guys out there. With I you. often get very upset at the spot of the ball. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm kicking you guys out of the room. Get out of the room, and uh, I got to get out of here and tell people to turn on their radio. Get out. Get out. Get out, I say. Uh, I'm going to go lay down and try to get better for tomorrow. That's what I'm going to do. I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, I always like having Brendan Walsh on. As I say, he's like my favorite comedian of all time. Uh, so anyway, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. That's the show for today. Don't forget to turn on your radio. Bye for now.
to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now.